And the, the end of time is Ragnarok, and that is the final battle when the gods uh, battle against Loki and you all drink, the other you giants. Eat, you fuck. And, all, and you do that coincidentally <laughs> every enough, day until all the, the final battle comes. Who, I've, and the final uh, battle is called Ragnarok. And the uh, entire point you know, of I would being not in Valhalla be and all those days that psilocybin. you spent becoming and the warrior I'm that you really, are. I'm not saying like I like this. This is where you start talking about mushrooms. Songwriter yeah. favor. <laughs> so you're uh, not as good as you can be. It's a little learned. different. Yeah, you're worse than podcasting. Yeah, really. And podcasting is a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I should have told you how to joke. Yo, I never saw the movie. I don't it's like, I guess not. And then you have a rift to like, 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 next time. This you know what I'm saying? Them yeah. to look at oh, that. Do it. And, you gotta do um, it. And think that it's beautiful. And not from a point of vanity to, to be to be like, oh, that's fucking heartbreaking, man. But it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we out here josh hold uh, up what up man how you doing oh you know uh i i uh it's may 4th you know may the 4th be with you um yeah yeah <laughs> get some of that social distance uh darth vader choking going on no doubt <laughs> you know you know you can really tell there's like a a glitch in the matrix when um I haven't seen a single May 4th, like, May the 4th be with you meme or anything. Like, people just don't give a fuck. They're like, <laughs> you know, like, straight. <laughs> nah, I, uh, like, you know what? No, over go ahead. It. Oh, everybody's just over it, man. I think I'm over it, too. You know? Like, I just went back to work last week, you know, like I was saying, and uh, making less than I was on unemployment. You know? It's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, the world's upside down right now. Um, it fucking sucks. I was tired of this shit. You know, the first like first month in. <laughs> yeah, how long <laughs> you been how long you been uh, off, bro? Uh, so I had a job for like the first like three weeks of the quarantine, and then uh, the contracts got pulled for where I was like I was contracted out by my company. Yeah. Uh, to do work and then those contracts got pulled and they were like well we can't keep you around anymore um we don't have you know there's no reason for you to be here so they gave me a nice severance and uh i started collecting unemployment so that was that's pretty neat yeah no doubt well hopefully you're uh holding steady man i'm trying um yeah i unemployment's taking forever to like just sort of shit out but i'm sure it'll be fine yeah, yeah, I'm glad I went back to work when I did. I was only out for two weeks, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, what is it that you're uh, doing? 
Uh, I do like help desk IT. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm in like manual labor and it's just like, dude, I've been working on like a broken foot for like nine months or like a bruised, like the bruised, like the inside of my heel or whatever. Ooh. And like, that just takes forever to heal. Been like on my foot for like nine months now, just like, just like reconsidering everything. That's why I launched this podcast, you know, it's like, I can't uh, keep swinging a hammer and uh, kidding myself acting like, you know, I, I could just keep doing what I'm doing. Damn, you know what? That's what I wanted to do. Uh, I saw your post the other day. Now I'm going to try and like scroll back um, and and read it verbatim if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Uh, do you need me to send it to you? No, you're good. Unless it's like that far back. I recorded – so I recorded one episode and like read a letter by Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> it was just like, bro, I don't – like I don't know how to start this shit, you know? And but I just know like I I've been listening to podcasts for so long, and they're so inspiring to me. And I I started playing with a band last year and doing stand up comedy, and just been like really uh turning my life around the past especially year but past couple years just to like I was running a landscaping company and like stepped away from it was in like you know a fucked up relationship had to leave it you know, this and that, and, uh, just really been honing in on what I've really wanted, um, you know, out of my life. And, uh, I, you know, just, you, I hit 25 last year, you know? So it's like, I, uh, I found it right here. Um, I hit 25 last year and that's, you know, like your first quarter century. And it's like, you know, just had that like existential, you know what I'm talking about? Like you ever 25, like, Oh yeah, when you finally unfuck your mind and are able to see the world. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> it's it, it, it's funny because uh, you know, like the cliche of like nobody likes you when you're 23. 23 was the worst fucking year of my life. And uh, when I was working, like when I was like 18, I worked at Guitar Center, and my buddy Matt was like, "It doesn't matter how much money you're gonna make till you're like 23. Till then, you're never gonna make enough money." And then about 23, it started like getting like a steady job and like getting a little more money and like a little more self uh, independent. But 23 was just completely fucked uh, emotionally and uh, just, uh, you know, tapped into a huge part of my past that I wasn't prepared for, you know, and sure. had to come to a lot of terms with a lot oh, yeah. of shit. And, uh, you know, that's kind of like the whole thing with this dirty work. You know, you got to get into like the dirty work of your life whether you want to or not, because you could be running a landscaping company with your boy, you know, uh, living at your parents' house, trying to get your shit together, uh, at the same time, wanting to pursue music, and and so for some reason, you know, like, you just, like, you know, I grew up pretty conservatively, so it's, like, I just, I, I'm really, uh, what is it, left-brained? People who are, like, organized and, like, good with numbers, or is that right-brained? Uh, the Oh man, now that you're asking me that, I suddenly right? forgot. <laughs> I feel like left brain is the uh organized. Yeah, I feel like that's the like the analytical part of your brain is the left brain yeah. and then your right brain is the creative process. Yeah, so I'm very like I was I was raised um left brained conservatively, but like, you know, it's a bitch cuz it's like is your you know, do you believe in destiny? Obviously. 
I was uh, going to read your uh, – <laughs> well, I guess you don't say destiny once in your quote, but uh, – <laughs> I mean um, not to uh, – sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I mean no. I do I do, and I don't like uh, – I, I gotta I like that you decide your destiny. I think when you realize that you you have a personal destiny, it's not like a Freudian like you're grown up and like I mean you can be groomed, you know, with money and like in a certain society and it's like no, you're a prince, you're a fucking duke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is yeah. what we do. But like if you grow up in a conservative household and you want to fucking play drums in a band and like have do stand up comedy in a podcast, you know what I'm saying? But like the the areas that in your life and on in 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 other people's lives that you want to touch on, you know, it's very, uh, it's not, uh, it's frowned upon. So yeah, that's, I, and that's, that's when you have, it's like, dude, I know I'm supposed to be doing this. I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. That's why I brought you on. You're, you're, uh, you're one of the more well-read and well-spoken people that I know. And you have your own podcast and, you know, you have your personal destiny and, and you're not like giving it, maybe because like that's when like psychedelics come in it's like you take acid or you know your uh or mushrooms and you're like damn i i know what the fuck i'm supposed to be doing but is it you know it, are you choosing it or do you think that you know your dreams and and your destiny you know i would call it it's like are we just like living in the clouds um i yeah like i think it's a combination of things like I very much believe that we create our own destinies. Um, but there is this innumerable amount of shit that comes together, like these threads that come together that make the tapestry of reality. Yeah. And yeah, we don't, uh, yeah, we like, we don't understand all that. And that's it, by the same token. Like, I don't really believe in coincidence because there was just, there are millions of things that go into those things happening that we just don't know. Yeah. Circumstance, and, you know, and I feel like it's not to cut you off. I feel like I should uh, elaborate on, um, you know, the, the anti or the, uh, the latter or the, uh, you know, the, the negative of what I was saying is, you know, are you living in the clouds trying to achieve your destiny individually, your personal destiny? And, you know, the other choice is on the other hand is not fall in line and like do as you're told never, but come up, collectively and it's like yeah i want to like play drums in a band but i know that i should be uh you know spending all because where we're at currently like in 2020 i should probably be like volunteering all my time to like picking up trash in the woods you know or like everything that i could do like boots on the ground uh maybe you know like starting urban gardens in detroit or whatever the fuck you know uh you know, like stuff that's really going to bring people up now as, as a, as a race, as, as humanity, you know? And sure, it's like, you can yeah. look at like the arts, you know, as like, you know, f- foobar or whatever, you know, I just watched same private Ryan. They said it like 10 times. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, you can look, you can look at the arts and, and, and keeping people creative through, uh, you know, bringing ourselves to like a utopia but sometimes uh, i think it's like you know sorry so, sorry. i'm sorry you know just... let me uh, yeah i i go off on rants i'm not uh i'm not uh any good at this if you listen to the last podcast but uh so let me uh read the quote that i uh saw from you that brought me 
that brought us here in the first place anyways. Sure. Uh, or maybe you want to read it. No, and go you, ahead. And, uh, and you can give us a little, uh, you know, give me a little uh, insight on what the fuck you talk about. Sure. Yeah. Let me. Uh... Oh, sorry. You know what? I have it pulled up, so I'm going to send it to you. No, I can get it. Okay. It's going to take a second. No doubt. All that shit's got to load because I shit post. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and we're going to touch on uh, memes and seems and uh, how we know each other in the first place. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to start this, so, but uh, yeah. Oh, don't worry about it, man. Like, that's the beauty of podcasting is that you can just, you can just flow and, yeah, know, man. If people are here to listen, and if they don't really like your opinion, they just they just won't listen anymore. Yeah. Well, my thing is like, I love the art form of podcasting, and I love the um the method or the the mode of transportation, if you will. And and it's like it's like I know that wasn't like the right phrase to use, but like I'm not that well read. But I, I, you know, I'm, I'm inspired and I have, you know, everybody's personal preference for the podcast. It, it's so personal. You know, anybody can do it as long as you're as long as you do it. But I went and did like one take and it was like an hour and 45 minutes. Just I was like, I'm just going to sit down and, and just go for length. And I did it yeah. and edited it down to like an hour nine. And it was still just like. You know, I don't know if this is even like funny. I don't know if this is like makes sense i'm not really talking about anything but it's like you know what that's the point is like i i don't know what i'm doing and i want to show the process that it's like the biggest the first cut really is the deepest and it's like i was so nervous when i posted the first episode like uh, any feedback was just like you know and i got like two comments <laughs> it was like two listens you know and then i post but i don't give a fuck and it's like i post the second one and it's like instead of reading and like trying to be taken seriously I just like was goofy and like played with the pitches on the voices and just like fucked around. And it's just like, I don't know, man, you know, it feels really good to just like not give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> you, know, you know, and it's like, I just, I know what I want to change for the next episode and it's going to make it a little better. And I know it's not going to be like perfect, you know, but you know, it's like, <laughs> it's just like for me having been raised so conservatively, it really is like, and it's like I've always kind of been rebellious. It's not like I was fucking Mormon till I was like 21, you know, and like but like it's just um and I've been on my own since I was 19, but still just like fucking around trying to like appease everybody in your life, you know, and like you think you know what you want, but I don't know, it just feels good to be here. And it's I'm, uh, thanks for uh being here. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I'm glad to be here and I want to say that like when you do the podcast you're putting yourself out there. You can't really, you, you've already got it. You can't really give a fuck what anyone thinks. You're, yeah. you're just going to be shotgunning your thoughts onto the internet. And a lot of people are either going to be down with that or they're not. And the ones who are not fuck them, you know, um, I'm sure they're great people, but whatever you are accomplishing your dream. And that is so fucking awesome. Yeah, brother. It's like, <laughs> you know, nobody's going to accomplish your dream unless it's like, unless you really like, you know, silver spoon shit, you know, like, dude, my girlfriend, hey, you tell anybody this and I'll, yo, my girlfriend, I'm, I've been asking questions about what's going on with Gossip Girl. 
<laughs> my, my girlfriend's been like watching it and you know i've been like on my own shit and like you know i will smoke and i'll just sit down and watch it for a minute but like i'm invested now and it's like i catch myself like oh why is he mad because like the last time i looked like they were cool so i was you know i'm just wondering like i don't care but like i'm you know i'm just wondering wondering what's well uh, what's going on with this uh so yeah yeah it's you know it's and it's like embarrassing um god damn it i forget why uh i was even talking about that sorry Oh, we'll circle back around to it. Uh, I brought this up, though. So you want me to read this? Yeah, 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 please. All right. Uh, So over this unemployment, I have picked up a bunch of source material on coding, and I've started the Mastercraft classes for writing with Neil Gaiman. I'm writing daily and keeping a flow. I want so much to make my dreams a reality, and I'm going to fucking do it. There's going to be this whirlwind of what I'm trying to become and – I am happy to have all the friends and support that I do. I just want you all to know that I love you. All of you stay hydrated. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. For those of you that don't know, my friend Josh is, he is a Viking who loves you. (laughs) I do love you. Uh, and so I saw the, so I saw this post and you know, it's, it's, you know, coding, man, that's, that's a solid thing. And it's not something that I would ever consider to try and do. Cause you know, I gotta be moving and I've, I've tried like a computer thing, but it's not happening. Um, but the fact that you say it, you know, and you say it in such a way that, you know, it's like, damn, that guy knows exactly what I'm talking about. And I don't even know what i'm talking about so i'm gonna get him on you know what i'm saying <laughs> and, and uh i don't know man it's just so beautiful uh thank yeah. you what you were gonna say oh um it's just it get i have put off my dream of writing not in a way where like i don't pay attention to it but it, it took a side seat because i was trying to develop a career and make sure that I could provide for myself while achieving my dream. And when that kind of stuff happens, a lot of the time you just, you just don't have the ability to sit down and pursue a passion. Like bro, the the people who, sorry, (laughs) the people who are able to do that are those inspirational motherfuckers that are, that just pump out, their dreams constantly and they're like their icons on their own. Like Joe Rogan's that guy. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, all the, all the Gary V man. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I love that guy. The rock, you know, the, yeah, no doubt. So many people that we know, uh, not personally, but just that we aspire to be. Those are the people who are able to work and pursue their passions at the same time. And a lot of them have, melded the two where their passions are their work now um so when you didn't hear my last episode the rock was on oh really that's fucking awesome man how'd you yeah, it's great yeah. I'll, I'll hook you up oh word word get good dwayne johnson on my cell phone <laughs> <laughs> on my flip phone yeah flip phone i'll send him a pdf on my blackberry that fucking blackberry <laughs> Dude, this Gossip Girl show is hilarious. Like, just watching the uh, the development of social media, because it was it was it's about like a 
it's about a gossip website, you know, and like they all have flip phones and like people see things and just like take pictures and like it's about so it's like almost like half the social media hasn't made the full jump to just on the internet to where people don't have to interact at all. And like, like now, you know, yeah. and it's like, and it's like, there's it, all the, all the gossip, all the drama happens in real life and then goes on the internet. It's not like people just like talking shit and like posting pictures and like it all just lives and dies right there. But it's crazy. Um, oh yeah, man. It's, it's weird seeing time before, uh, the internet just made this tangled web of our social construct. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm just so tired of being just another comment, you know. Oh, and for sure. You you just do no no justice. I think text is so you know Rogan says it. Text is such a antiquated way of getting your point across. You know, I think I I don't know if I want to do just a podcast or like a vlog and put myself on screen so you could see that I actually I might not sound because I sound dumb as fuck just like talking you know what i'm saying like i don't and maybe i'm getting like maybe it's a confidence thing maybe i just need to like read more i'm like reading a couple books but like i i I think i sound stupid and it's like maybe i i know that like i'm a little animated you know when i talk so it's like i don't know maybe i save that for stand-up and like really try to hone in my point with the podcast you know and like leave the uh animation separate completely that's what i'm trying to do right now but i don't know i think I think with the text thing and even just a voice recording is antiquated. I think the visual audio thing, you know what I'm saying? Is yeah, is I, the, is, is so going to be I'll, the whole thing. Uh, the new, the new black. You yeah. had mentioned uh, it's hard as you know, a working person our age to uh, study something and, and pursue a career. That's, that's exactly the point of this dirty work thing is like, I'm trying to utilize every hour of every day. I'm like, put myself through school you know what i'm saying and like in the podcast stand up you know what i'm saying like i work two jobs i i got a truck an apartment live by myself got a dog a girl i'm able out before the quarantine i was able to get up on stage two to three times a night i was making music writing you know what i'm saying like and i could do it i'm fucking dead tired but like i i just i just want people to know that it's like dude you can fucking do it you know, yeah, and it's like, yeah. you can, and it's like, I don't care if I sound stupid. I don't care if I don't make any sense. I don't care if, you know, I misspeak or I offend anybody. And I'm not trying to like, I don't care if I offend you. I'm, I'm not politically correct, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to like misspeak. And, and, and uh, a point that I touched on in the last episode was that, you know, this is, this is that dirty work where it's like gritty you know and like everything on the internet now is so instagram filtered and like perfect and polished and produced like youtube is produced and polished and it's like a billion dollar corporation now it's like not the youtube that we still know you know what i'm saying and think of it as like ah youtube you know like no bro it's fucking youtube you know what i'm saying it's monetized it's monetized so it's like it's it's a a whole different thing and you know i'm 25 fucking years old i'm right on the cusp of Gen Y and millennial, you know what I'm saying? But and I'm just starting yeah. to realize, like, bro, if you want to, I don't want to be 40, being born in 1994, and not be established on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to start sure. on this social media thing, but eventually just have my own website, 
be off all social medias and just do my own thing. If you're interested in me, you're I'll have an app. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you can, you know, I'll hit up you to to design my app to just to send people everything that I, you know, a little blast, like my own tweets, a little message board on my website. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah. get off of this fucking this social media uh chain gang. You know. So I but yeah, sorry. No, 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 you're good, man. You're good. Uh I wanna address this. You're not stupid. <laughs> no, uh, I'm retarded. <laughs> so I uh, you're not stupid and you're not retarded. You, yep. you're humble and hey, you hey. don't, you don't want to over, you don't want to seem like you're overreaching, but you don't have a stupid bone in your body except for, uh, your funny bone. Like you're just, and that's not stupid. It's just, you're humorous and yeah. that's it, man. Like don't no tell, doubt. don't, yeah. I, yeah, I know sorry. you're just being like, uh, self-deprecating and just to be funny, but no, I'm really not. <laughs> I'm not. I am so <laughs> sick of myself, dude. I am so ready to just like, I I swear, I I go full speed ahead and just like for real break these fucking chains or just just move to the woods and just like take the dog, get a tiny house and just like live a simple life and not try like it's not my fucking problem anymore, you know. Like I, 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 I was a I middle child in a dysfunctional family and I really tried and I'm, and I really tried to, to keep it all together. And the last, uh, you know, last year, uh, my brother died, you know, and, uh, tragically and, um, and you know, he, it was, a, it, he was, he had his issues with, uh, drugs for a while, um, after the army um but before that it was you know it was a lot of uh, uh how do you want to say it uh we weren't the brady bunch <laughs> you know what i'm saying so um yeah um you know i'm not i don't want to blame anybody but uh you know there's some uh emotions uh just over a year later that uh you know i've i've you know we've gone to therapy and i've personally paid my therapist out of my pocket thousands at this point maybe a couple grand you know over a few years um you know and that's a lot for me um that's a lot don't yeah, let you know tell like you that I, isn't a I, lot. it's a lot yeah about about three years ago i uh two and a half years ago maybe about three years ago it was i uh yeah i really hit a wall with my past and uh took some uh, uh um crucial actions uh in my life to uh confront things and um you know i some a lot of those things are not um you know still still therapizing ther uh therapy therapy therapizing is right really yeah no therapizing i mean i wouldn't use that way but you're not technically wrong therapy Oh wow, dude! See, that's why I got you on the podcast. <laughs> um, I, you know, I so mean, yeah, still working shit out, but um, I'm I'm so, you know, I I have a tendency to go full steam ahead with everything in my life, you know, with relationships, uh, uh with uh, meeting people. Uh, I was always really socially awkward um, meeting people. I played it. It was weird. I was like 50-50 in the moment. Like I, w- I could hang, 
but like I would never say the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always like people like you and it's like you know people like you and you know that you're likable, but like you just can't. You know, and it's like you don't know if like you just you care too much or you just really don't care enough inside but you want to care you know what i'm saying you're just like a fucked up kid and um you know so like you try too hard you don't try enough and then you want to try as an adult so you start a landscaping company and you just like go full steam ahead you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you fall on your ass and uh you know and then you do all sorts of crazy shit uh growing up but um or i have done a bunch of crazy shit just like trying to do the best thing that i can do uh for what I think I'm supposed to be doing, you know, but you know, and, and, and I'm a big fan of like doing what you don't want to do before you want to really just like, look, I've known that I wanted to play music and, and be a comedian for, since I was a kid. And I was like, well, you know what? That seems far fetched. So let me just like try to just like at least establish myself in society and like play the game and you know what? I tried and I really wanted it to work. And it's like, you know, what? I just don't I can't do it anymore, man. I really tried to keep my mouth shut. I really tried to just like, you know, do what you're supposed to do. But, you know, it's it's, it's just uh, not in the cards. So. Uh. I mean. Yo, yeah. And, like, and, and, and so I and I fucked everything up. That's why I'm so sick of myself is that like I do go to too hard and it's like so now it's like i'm at this point where um where it's like yeah i'm trying to like utilize and i feel like i've wasted a lot of time you know like i'm 25 and uh you know i wouldn't say that i have like a really stable career i have like i work for a small independent company doing like air control and uh wash dishes uh, as a side gig you know and yeah. you know i just like you know it's just it's whatever you know like uh, sorry okay sorry no, i uh, cut no. you off again no, you're good, man. You're good. Uh, so with life, I'm a little bit older than you. So I've, I know what it's like to go through that shit. And yeah, yeah, man. There, there it's is the a same light for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's the yeah. same for everybody. Really? Yeah. You know, it's like maybe it's like the same. Everybody is tested with the same trials, you know, maybe in a different order, maybe you know, throughout your life, you generally it's, you know, you're faced with the same adversities at certain ages, but yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you got to go through it to really understand everything. And I never thought that I'd be one of those dudes who would look at people younger than me and say, oh, you're still retarded. You'll get yeah. it eventually. And there is a lot of experience that you that you will have that will shift your perspective into who you will become. And to be honest, like I'm still not done changing my perspective. And I don't think that I ever will because I think part of life is the death and rebirth and growth that we all look at and experience. Like it is that. And you constantly need to hack down who you are and become better in order to truly live. Yeah, that's the whole I'm that's why I'm having so much fun just like doing this and putting it up and solidifying how stupid I am at, at you know at the beginning of this cuz it's like man, I've accepted where it's just like I don't fucking know anything. I don't believe anything. I I tried. I really tried to like hold on. I have morals, but like you know, it's just like I'm I'm so ready to just like 
not ready, but just like, oh, I'm just open. I'm just, uh, I just don't want to die <laughs> with a white flash in the sky. You know, that's like, I really like, I'm trying to just like make some nice memories after my first 25 years has just been completely fucked. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> this second one, you know what? I, I don't think it's going to be as long as the first 25. I really don't. So <laughs> I think, you know what? Let's just buy a guitar, start a podcast, get do, do a couple <laughs> jokes. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I really I, get I really get where you're coming from because you know, and and I'm sorry, and it, and it's just ugh, people are caught up, you know. So it's like, you know what? If I want to have a little fun, I'm at least gonna have a little fun trying to get everybody else to have a little fun, and 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 you can see how easy it is, and I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm having a great time talking to you, Josh. Like so much fun, dude. Like, dude, ugh, I've been like, I've been looking is, forward to this, this ever since you asked me. Yeah, man, definitely. Um. I've had your I, name I, on a list, honestly. Oh man, thank you. That's fucking that's fantastic to hear. Yeah, you already know. Um, I want to like what I wanted. What I was trying to say was, I understand where you're coming from on an angle of coming from a dysfunctional uh, family. Like, yeah, my family is fucked, and it. I would not go back and change anything because it gave me the tools that I needed to become who I am now. And it's fucking obscene to remember how much of a fucking bright fuck that I was in my 20s. <laughs> and I, what really changed my life was <clears throat> my old man died three years ago. And when he died, it was, it was earth shattering to me because he was, thank you. Thank you. I, um, he was, he was like the vest, the last vestige that I had in feeling connect, really connected to my family. Uh, I'm really estranged from everyone in my family and not because they're bad people, but they view reality in a really different way than I do. And it's, it's hard to come to them and try and relate to them, even though I am related to them. Like, yeah. and, I, and I always felt like that growing up. I, I just saw things differently than them. I wanted to read and go out into the forest and be by myself. Whereas my family is all like really tight knit, but at, yeah. at the same time of being really tight knit, it's like a pack of wolves. They all tear each other apart constantly. So oh, yeah. when he yeah. died, I, I really took it hard like anybody would. Uh, and I only found my catharsis in writing about the experiences that him and I had. Yeah. And what that led, led me to was that I didn't want to, I didn't want to be an asshole to people anymore. And like, I've always had a really big group of friends, loving friends. Like I, I somehow managed to attain that even by being a fucking dick, but they would always say, you're our dick. You're, you're our asshole and we love you even though you are that way. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I see it. I see it on the book all the time. You just unapologetically like, bro, I <laughs> I uh I'm gonna scroll through your uh your Facebook right now, but uh just let's talk about how we met. And I will tell you okay, so Josh <laughs> and I <laughs> yo, I'm sorry, uh I don't wanna cut you off. Uh no, but, no, you good bro. Tell go. So Josh and I, uh, 
we were unrelated and unaware of each other's existence uh, until completely, completely. this guy uh, created a local meme page. It was a sec- It's a sec- it's still a secret meme page. Um, you know, I'd say Josh, we were in the group. You know, within the first hundred. Oh, yeah. First couple hundred, maybe. Yeah. And uh, now it's like over 5,000. So it's, uh, you know, it's evolved and morphed. And this is a, you know, go ahead, you know, ex- uh, uh, with your, uh, with your, all your elegance, uh, your Viking elegance, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> please explain memes, it seems. So I, I want to start off by saying I didn't actually create it. I was. Oh, did I, I, that's probably how I made it sound. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, neither yeah. of us, right. Neither of us have, uh, we did not make it. Okay. I do moderate for it, but like, um, it was. Uh, Are you mod? B- oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I hosted the fucking party. I'm not even a fucking mod, you fuck. <laughs> um, it was created by some people that we met obviously through the internet, and it's just it's a meme page of just the most obscene, ridiculous shit that can be posted, and we've been zucked many times. Hold uh, no bars. Yeah. And essentially, <laughs> essentially how uh, we met was I we just started posting memes and commenting on each other's memes and just starting shit with everyone that we could because you get these people who come in there and they just get triggered. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here, man? Like, this is this is just a place, a space. Classic legends. Could, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Legendary bitches. <laughs> uh LDG, oh man. baby LDG gang gang uh sorry uh, <laughs> just uh it comes out um sorry yeah people just get on there and we make fun of those people who get on there and get butthurt about it and it, i think it people boils- are getting i think people are starting to uh get get to be knowing about memes it seems people seem to uh not to cause too much shit but, yeah uh, they don't start as much shit as they used to, but you get when we post those political memes, it triggers people super hard. Yeah, and it just it honestly, makes there's laugh. there'll be like a post like three weeks old with like a hundred, two hundred comments, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And there's like this whole thing. Like, <laughs> I'm ah, this city, you, you know, you can't say shit in this town anymore. No, no, it's um, still fun. It's still fun. So, anyways, uh, yeah, memes. It seems it's uh it's a it's a it's a trip. Um, we threw a party one time at my family's farm, uh, brought the subs, brought some, uh, brought some poi, <laughs> brought some beers and, uh, you know, got the fuck down. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a great time. Some things were broken. Some no. things were, uh, lost forever. Um, a lot of people's dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, 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 I broke, I broke my own bench. Uh, <laughs> oh damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, uh, you're just supposed to sit on benches, so. <laughs> you didn't old use bench. it for its intended <laughs> use. It's an old bench. <laughs> so, man, um, I passed out. I was <laughs> fucking. We went to like noon oh yeah that part one o'clock two o'clock the next day and from two o'clock the afternoon the, the day before 
and it was like a 24-hour party and i just woke up like at about 4 30 5 o'clock in the afternoon my dog i had pitched a tent you know like some other people had pitched tents around the it was great dude we had the dude that was lit on the farm with a pond had tiki torches all around people pitched heads man that was that was a good time it was like well over 100 people man it was fucking that will never happen that will never happen again (laughs) no we tried and it just didn't go (laughs) yeah that uh you know my uh my grandma's out of that house now and my cousin bought her house so i don't know maybe maybe they're maybe they're down <laughs> i don't know we'll see never hurts to ask yeah maybe it'd be like a triannual or like a uh you know you don't want to kill the grass <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't want it to be like electric forest <laughs> God. which you know i still haven't been to man i was this was supposed to be my first year i was supposed oh, to go wow. last year my girl oh, my broke God. her fucking foot and then uh this year uh you know fucking goddamn covid it's just like i don't think i really think i dude the synchronicity right like i am supposed to be focusing on my shit and like getting it done and like not like turning it out like pumping it out but like really like producing shit and like let's see what you fucking got bitch you know what i'm saying like show me what you got yeah man no doubt (laughs) And, and 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 I'm, you know, it's like I can't live with this, uh, this need or you know, this want or need to do what I want to do. I need to just do it. And you know what? I've just chalked it up to fucking punk rock. Like fuck it, <laughs> you know, like you know what I'm doing. You know what I'm trying to get down with. You, you speak fucking English, like yo, it's not, you know. All right, and we'll get better at it. Like fuck it, you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think. I think where we really hit it off was after that party, we were wandering around Electricity, which is uh, a local music venue for us. And you picked me out of a crowd and just came up to me and I was not paying attention at all and just fucking gave me a hug. And we stood there and like I picked you up and we hugged for a minute and then we just (laughs) we like you were just man, the energy that was coming off of you was awesome you were just so excited to see me and no doubt bro i was like yes this this dude needs to be in my life for like fucking ever you know it's it's like you know with you it's like i you just know when when you can i don't you don't meet many people at least i don't meet many people that i can trust you know and it's like it, it feels good i can i know what you're about just the way you could say one thing you know what i'm saying you don't even have to say anything just let me get a look at you and it's like i just come on bro if you if you really if you know and it's like even you josh i keep you at an arm's length you know and it's like and i I do that with my girlfriend and i do it with my dog you know what i'm saying like i just can't i've learned to just like not use people as you need them but let them in your life as you want them you know what i'm saying and when push comes to shove push them out of your life you know but like and and 
and and being aware and 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 mindful and current in those in those situations will you know learn you the difference between what people are really wanting or trying to do you know with or from from or with you you know it's like and that's i don't know if trust is trust like innate and is it broken or do are we born to not trust and learn to trust it's like i feel so old but i know i'm so young so it's like damn i have all this going on in my head and have for the longest fucking time what the fuck happened you know and like and now it's like i know and it's like okay so everything that i know i don't because a b and c you know so now now i'm sitting here like asking you (laughs) (laughs) you know i think that the more that we learn the more that we learn that we don't know yeah classically yeah that, that is a very uh sobering thing for a human being to realize because we we wrap our heads around our little universe when we're kids and then we learn that the that there's this world that exists outside of our minds and then we learn that there's an entire galaxy that exists beyond our our planet and it goes further than we can comprehend and it shrinks us down a little bit and i don't think that we're born as trusting people i think that trust is taught to us by our family and then our friends and then conversely those family and friends break our trust yeah and, the same people that teach you trust break it it's crazy yeah. you know it's just a never ending cycle and and either- it's a sociological thing i mean trust is probably a different concept in japan or you know i guess it's a severity you know it's not like a different in concept or like understanding but it's just a severity it's like maybe people in new york are like a lot less hesitant to trust or people in a rural town are less hesitant to trust than people in just a city. You know what I'm saying? Or like a club to just like bump somebody else's code or something, you know, just like, yeah, sure. Oh uh, yeah. Maybe not absolutely. a rural town. They, you know, they'll bring their own silverware or something, you know, uh, culture certainly plays a huge role in it. Like people in our culture, like uh, the EDM scene, we we're very trusting of each other and, it's a really cool thing to see. And yeah, I, and coming up in that scene, bro, you know, there's a lot of uh, rabies, I guess, that, uh, you know, and I've come, I'm new to the scene and I've caught myself doing it. Uh, you know, not exactly looking twice before uh, you do certain things. And, and, um, you know, even that I've, I've noticed change in me and it's like, you know, your appreciation of the EDM scene and, and, and your trust of the EDM scene. Cause when I entered the EDM scene, it, the bass scene, I'll, I'll call it, it, uh, you know, is, is, is fucked up. I had, I had serious, serious trust issues entering into a lifestyle of love and acceptance and, you know, peace, love, unity, and respect. And I was like, yo, <laughs> Plur, I come from what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, dude. The and it's it, man. I used to live out in the mountains. It's like every day you'd wake up and the mountains look different. Every day, dude, you learn something different. 
about the scene and yourself, man, uh, being a part of that uh, the EDM scene, man. It's it's the craziest thing I've ever experienced on many levels. Uh, I would agree. Um, that I mean, that actually kind of leads me back to uh, my old man and changing. Uh, part of the big change for me was uh, I was in in the midst of really getting into the EDM scene. Like I had been, I had been going to shows and stuff for a couple of years, but I was still like a heavy metalhead. Sure. And I, I Same. Like, did, <laughs> I didn't. I, I was like, what is this pussy shit? <laughs> yeah, uh, I never gave it a chance, man. I really. Yeah, but exactly. it's such an evolving sport, dude. Yeah. You listen to dubstep from 2012. It does. It's nothing like, I mean, maybe the framework, you know, maybe the structure, but it's nothing. The sound design is nothing like t- 2020. Oh, you know? it's, uh, entirely. It, and it changed. All it takes is one drop. All it takes is one melody in a certain tone or frequency you know what i'm saying and it changes the fucking game it's amazing it's crazy yes oh it's it is it is it's almost and like jazz right where it's like um you know uh kind uh what is it miles davis uh kind of blue is that his album where it's like it was all like detuned and like out of tempo or out of out of time or whatever and it's just like beautiful you know everybody listens to it and they're just like oh shit this is fucking jazz motherfucker like yeah some yeah, and that's part of what makes joint. jazz great is that yeah. it just you can it just you can go to a jazz show by the same artist and it'll never be the same thing that they started off as. No doubt. Um, I started playing out jazz. Uh, I started playing up when I started playing the drums. I I had a jazz teacher, you know, and it's crazy to think like how into fucking jazz I was in middle school and, and high school and still, but like also find myself at like bass shows and it's just like with 50,000 watts of sound it's like man who am i <laughs> you know it's like is this the human experience to just really like find it within yourself to accept the dopest parts of everything and like understand the worst you know like and to give credit where credit's due even in like the worst of times and like just love and forgive because it's like i want to subscribe to that and it seems so easy and it's like on one note i do you know in the back of your head you do kind of forgive everybody that you haven't at this point but you just won't admit it you know what i'm saying and it's like it's just easier to fucking just like uh, stick to your fucking uh you know bias and ego and just uh, keep you on track to what you want or what you think you want, you know, because it's like I could be committed. We could be committed to, uh, you know, pursuing coding or a podcast. And and then in five years, it's like, man, I've been doing this for three years. And, you know, the two, two first two years were fun. But the past three years, I've just been like, you know, well, I got a couple of sponsors, you know, and it's like, I got some fans. I don't want to let these people down. Some people like message me and they say it's like a good thing, you know, or it's like, you know, you're designing like a badass app or something or a video game or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's like, you got a team and you're working on something or you have a project that you're like attached to and, but you just can't be doing it. It's like your, your heart changes, you know, and it's like, you can't even trust yourself. You oh, can't, yeah. <laughs> you can't even 
it's like, man, and to just like be present, it's like to just like stay present in every moment is really like, man, should you even have like a standard, a set of like, or should you, uh, you know, really just the only be stoic about it and, and ask, you know, only say shit with a question mark at the end. You know what I'm saying? And just like, let them fucking figure it out. But just like, you know, be aware and, and know when shit doesn't make sense and, and don't be afraid to ask the question. Not saying I'm some like, you know, uh, uh, fucking guru. Yeah. Guru or a, uh, 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 some, uh, a rebel, you know, I'm not trying to like rebel on anything, you know, I'm just trying to like ask questions. I don't know. Asking yeah. questions is like rebellious now. You know, it's like not even, you know, rebellion 40 years ago was saying what's up and everybody knew it, you know, but now it's like you can't even like left, right, up, down. You can't even ask questions anymore. And it's like, man, is it just because of like the tone is off with the text? You know, do we have to like start trusting ourselves more to, um, you know, buy our own bullshit, you know, and, uh, and, you know, you have these transformative experiences when you're, when your parent dies or, or you get into a new scene with new people and new experiences with shit. You know, I grew up doing acid and mushrooms in my bed, listening to albums and just like reading shit and just like watching, you know, just like by myself, you know, maybe another friend too. And then all of a sudden tossed into the base scene. It's like, completely different you know and 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 maybe that's what fucked me a lot but like or not fucked me but just like opened my eyes to a lot but uh there's so uh personally i go i i think that to question to have the mindset of question everything is um is always going to be a state of like rebellious behavior because and going like going against the grain is always going to be seen as that uh, because society by and large just wants you to shut the fuck up and be another cog. And yeah, that's, I'm not saying that everybody who questions everything is going to be set apart or unique, but it'll give you an element of seeing really how things work and having that ability to question is fantastic because that is what leads you down the path of self-awareness and being self-aware is one of the greatest things that a person can really achieve. And in my opinion and how you truly become great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And you know, on paper that, that sounds so great. And then it's, but it's like, Okay, I know that, but now I ask, I it's like I ask you, so how long do you hold on to your knowledge when you're faced with a, yet another, you know, adverse situation? And it's like, are you supposed to question or are you supposed to know? You know what I'm saying? It's like if you're really being present, you're not holding on to anything from the past. You're only asking questions. But then it's like, how do you grow as a person? Because then you don't have anything to stand on. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, 
is it is it muscle memory? Is it just like this is how you know I've made so many react? Are you making decisions or are you making reactions based on your situations? And it's like, is it muscle memory? It's just like I'm just gonna do what feels right. You know, it's like, well, you know, I did that and I finished with fucking, I barely passed high school. I just fucking like filled, you know, went on my gut reaction on every multiple choice test. I'm just like, well, this isn't working. I should probably, you know, learn something. And then it's, I don't know. I, I think, I think I got a, I think I got a great answer for that. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of people spend their lives reacting to things and that's the <laughs> default human thing to do and there's nothing wrong with that uh, a lot of what i do is instinct but and he brought it up earlier stoicism sure and a lot of people misconstrue stoicism and say like it turns you into a robot and i that's not really that's not really stoicism what stoicism maybe, is i'm sorry maybe explain yeah maybe explain stoicism yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah no no worries as you were just about to do <laughs> Um, what stoicism really is, is changing your reaction to things and taking the time to realize what your reaction is to everything. It, it truly, you can boil it down to thinking before you speak, because when you, when you really learn the in-depth parts of stoicism, it's, it's not about becoming a robot. It's about feeling all of those things that you would feel and feeling them as much as you can, but choosing to do something different than what your natural reaction is. And sometimes your natural reaction is right and you, you go for, forward, but stoicism really gives you the tools to like you, your, the core of who you are is separate from the emotions that come from you. So your, emo your yeah, emotions come from you. You don't come from your emotions. Yeah. So you, you, so you're, you're, so you're making a decision and a reaction in, but you're keeping it to your – you have enough self-awareness and uh, muscle memory, I guess, to keep it to yourself. And it happens – you know, the more you uh, stay aware of of yourself, you know, you uh, stay – you know, practice mindfulness, you, you're, you're, you're faced with certain situations that – you know, it's like, okay, this – in this situation, it might be a guy saying – this negative thing and you were in the right and then it might in the second situation it's a girl saying this negative thing and you're in the wrong and it's like just and so now in in the second situation it happens and if you just stay mindful and realize do whatever i don't know do whatever you got to do to just realize hey you know what i've seen this before and last time this happened and i know that i was in the right. But this time I'm fucking wrong. So that happens in an instant, right? Because our yeah. brains are amazing. And and so the mindfulness, the stoicism comes in not you questioning everything, but is it you having the patience enough to you know, hold, you know, uh uh not uh uh reserve yourself enough to just decide for yourself and and come to terms with your own decisions before you have a reaction. So you decide to, you know, uh, you decide your reaction instead of just reacting. Or, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No. You. You. you got. Because I was I always understood stoicism to just like just question everything. Don't fucking 
don't even have an opinion. You know, just 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 live your life and do it. I guess when it comes to what you do as a stoic, I don't know how a stoic is supposed to act, but I know how a, I what I've come to understand a stoic is supposed to uh, react with just question everything, you know. But so so what you're saying is um, question yourself. Before yes. you answer somebody else. Correct. Sure. It's and it creates. I love this. that. I know. I see. Even I didn't. I kind of. I kind of knew what stoicism, right? Like I yeah. kind of knew what it was, right? Like shut the fuck up and just mind your own business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, essentially, right? I mean, or should you? Or does stoicism? Um, because they killed him, right? They killed Socrates. For asking too uh, many questions, they he smelled. He wore a bucket so, around him, and he was he was a fucking asshole. I mean, everybody hated him, and they killed him for asking too many questions, right? Yes, uh, Socrates is one of the fathers of uh, Stoicism, along with like Epictetus and Marcus Aurelius. Um, I should I uh, just so I can level with you. The only thing I are you do you fuck with the podcast philosophy now? I do not dog okay you got to listen to it chronologically so you scroll back to the first episode and just like go right and he's been doing it for years now Stephen west and he starts with like western philosophy and then jumps back in time goes like forward a couple hundred years and then at one point goes over to eastern philosophy catches up to the same point and then like balances the two and then gets up to modern philosophy and then just like is talking about whatever but everything i know about philosophy everything that i just shared about Socrates and stoicism, you know, like I've only listened to a couple podcasts from Philosophize Now or Philosophize This with Stephen West. And if if you uh, are interested in philosophy or anybody else listening to this, dude, that, uh, you know, I, I really uh, he you know, he, he's cool. He's got like these little guitar riffs between like quotes and like he kind of animates what he's saying and brings it down to like a real life uh, scenario. And uh, it's great. It's great. It's awesome. I'm definitely gonna check uh, check yeah. that out. Yeah, I as a um, dishwasher, as a you know, <laughs> you know, whatever I got, you know, it's uh, it's you really are able to uh, find, you know, it's a it's a it's a you know, you're working in fluorescent lights with like steam in your face, washing dishes and everything, but like I'm listening to like him talk about, uh, man, I I. Can't even think of any of the names. It's been a while since I've listened to it. <laughs> just you know, just listening to it, and uh, you know, you will retain things. Uh, like the guy that came up with uh, what's uh here uh not Heraclides or something, but the guy that came up with the concept of flow, like a river, like consciousness or life is like the flow of a river. Okay, like we still talk about a flow state today. We just talked about it this podcast. This dumb motherfucker died burying himself in a pile of cow shit thinking that it would purge him of excess water or something and he he straight up died because it it's more amazing when, okay when you say that it's hilarious but it's amazing when you realize he had the dedication enough to what he believed that this is how serious these guys were to die, that's a weird hill to die on, is a 
pile of shit <laughs> to just I'm gonna sit this thing until I die or don't you know lose my water weight. <laughs> Pretty basic. Um, no, yeah, it's it's dedication to. So yeah, I craft. just picked that up from the podcast, and uh, you know whatever his name was, it's just interesting to know, and uh, definitely has uh, inspired me to uh, give myself to start my own podcast, so I that, can uh, misquote people's lives and uh, <laughs> talk about shit that I have no business talking about. I mean, I think any of those people who come up with those concepts would rather you retain <laughs> yeah. what the concept yeah. is than who created it. So. I mean, whatever they whatever they did for you, they succeeded. You know, uh, however many years later, you're you live you learned what that you learned what they were talking about, and you and it stuck with you, and that's amazing, and it led it led you to this. It, like you know, what's really amazing about uh, listening to somebody that uh, from that time period that talks about something, the con- that talks about the concept of something like flow like a river i mean it's so rudimental elementary that and 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 to hear it and then it's like wait a second i listened to the aubrey marcus podcast and he talks about finding your flow state and this and this and it's like i don't really subscribe to the whole like you know fitness and flow state like man i'm just like fucking keto bro like i whatever but like aubrey marcus he is beautifully spoken. He's a beautiful writer. Uh, I just uh, fuck with him. But uh, he um, he talks about it and people like capitalize on this thing like it's a new idea. And it's like, bro, that was literally one of the first ideas. We <laughs> yeah. haven't even we haven't even moved on from that. We've regressed, you know, oh. like we we fucking this and we didn't even make it with that guy. He, he died in a pile of cow shit. Like, <laughs> what, like what? What the f- what are we doing? I mean, uh, it even goes back so far as like Miyamoto Musashi, man. Like, uh, he was, was yeah. That? So he's um he's one of the most famous samurai ever. Uh, yeah. And the reason why he's one of the most famous samurai ever is not only was he uh, a very talented combatant and tactician, uh, he was also a master philosopher and strategist. And he wrote, um, he essentially had his uh proteges write down his memoirs okay. and he was born in fucking 15 like in the 1580s or some shit um and so we're we still use a lot of his concepts nowadays and you're talking about flow states one so he has a book called the book of five rings and that's those are his memoirs essentially and one of the books of that uh, or one of the five rings is to be as water. And uh, even Bruce Lee taught that. Yeah, that's what I thought of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he, you know, he so what, got what, that. Yeah. What was, what was that? What was the concept? Uh, to be like water, yeah. to flow through everything, to be adaptable, to uh, if you're taking in this force, reciprocate the force in kind, but only uh, if it's necessary. The, the water becomes the cup. Yes. Exactly. Right. right. Um, and those concepts are, you know, dotted throughout all of humankind. And a lot of these modern day, I wouldn't even call them philosophers, uh, motivational speakers. Yeah. Is that where we're at now? It's, we have to get, mo- they're motivating to philosophize. 
Yeah, and like they, you know, they, they teach like, people these elements of philosophy and use it to inspire. And they're, I mean, they really, a lot of them really are doing good work, and some of them are just predating on people who are weak-minded. But you know, yeah, there's still a lot of it is bullshit. Yeah, and, but there's still an element of truth to making yourself better. Uh, wow. yeah, I'm, uh, the five rings, man. I'm going to have to read that. I, uh, I just picked up the art of war. I thought that's what you were Oh, by Sun Tzu? Dog. This, uh, it's got the art of war, the Tao Te Ching, Confucian Analects, the great learning, the doctrine of the mean, and the works of Minkus. Like it's, I bought it for 15 bucks at Costco. Fuck it's yeah. like, it's like, dude, it's hardback and everything like dope. So, uh, I, I'm tapping into that, but, uh, yeah, Japanese. Uh, so I was going to ask you, uh, for reference, uh, when when did Socrates live? So this guy, uh, what was his name of the uh, the guy that came up with the five rings? He uh, uh, lived, Miyamoto, Miyamoto Musashi. Yeah, he lived in 1580. Yeah, like I, it's like 15, like 84 or 83 or some shit. It was sure. It, uh, it was after. It was after death. Uh, I yeah. I, for, I forget what they use now. Um, sure. But when did so when did Socrates live? Socrates lived in ancient Greece. So he was around like the late 300s BC. So he was he was born before Christ was. Uh and before wow. the Roman Empire existed. Yeah, right, 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 right. When I I grew up Christian and I grew up thinking that like Jesus like walked around with the pyramids in the background and you know it was way before and then I like I grew like you know I was aware of like ancient Greece and Rome but that seems so much more advanced because like you just see like Jesus in a desert with the donkey and sandals you know what I'm saying he seems so like primitive you know you never saw him in you know, or like hanging on a fucking cross, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's really like nothing going around, going on around Jesus, you know, or like he's riding into town on a donkey, but he's there for like the poor people. But like, you never realize like, damn, he was there with like Socrates and played or like, I guess, I guess that was after, but didn't the pilot, Oh, I guess I used to confuse like pilot with like Caesar, you know, it seemed like so similar. Cause I guess it was like, they're like the same, Shit was – where did Jesus die or allegedly? Uh, so – he was, There wasn't like Rome. Rome? No. No. He he was executed in – or crucified rather in uh, what would what would be modern-day Israel. Uh, right, right, right. It was a part I, of the – it was a part of the Roman Empire and um, he essentially spoke out against – the Roman belief system and class system. And that's what ultimately killed him. You think Jesus was a real person? Yes. Uh, whether or not, <clears throat> I mean, whether or not he, so I obviously don't believe that he is the Messiah. Right. Um, sure. But, uh, I do think that a figure like, like Jesus existed. Yeah. Now, do you think he, is Muhammad 
the Prophet Muhammad and 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 uh, maybe even like the Buddha. You know what I'm saying? It was like was was it just all, was it all one guy? And it's you know oh like like he's an all god like he's like a Unitarian belief. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe everybody just has their own version. But I think it started with like there was just the idea of a Messiah, and maybe that just happened to make it around the world or do you think like the idea of a messiah was like at three different points original thought so i think the idea of a messiah is an original thought like um but if you take a look at history and cultures around the world there were i mean even if you go back to like the noah's ark story or genesis um they there's themes that are threaded throughout all sorts of cultures around the world that are the same. And Christianity yeah. is like a, uh, an amalgamation of all those things. Um, yeah, it's like a quilt of religions. Yeah, or exactly. Like, or do, is it like, I've heard, I've, I've come, is it sort of like, you know, if you are, if you go along the Bible and then like look at other things, it's sort of like, I don't want to say like the most accurate timeline or like, are you saying it's like the kind of like maybe like the center point of the web? Not like the center point. That sounds weird and like oddly Christian, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it the most relatable or does do most religions come Oh, like back if, around to Christianity, like oh god damn it, that lines with Christianity again. Like, you know, why, like like why Christianity is so popular? Is is that what you're asking? Like why well, is it still around? My, I I would I would say why is Christianity so popular? Because it was the most violent and the whitest. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing. Um, whether or not Christians started out like purple, you know, it's like whatever. That would just be what it is now. But like you know, it was the whitest and the most violent. So now that's what it is now. You know. Um, what would you think? Cause I, okay, this is kind of, if you wouldn't, uh, at some, uh, segue, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, you're a fucking Viking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't, I, is are Vikings, if you're a Viking, is that a religion or is that, are you a Scandinavian Viking? So you're well, a religious Scandinavian person? Like what is a Viking? Let me, all right. So. You asked two questions. Let me let me answer the Christianity question first. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to go? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like this no, is, you're no, you're good. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, I said, I, I slated the whole night for this shit. Cool. Uh, yeah. uh, so Christianity, the reason why I think that it is so popular and the reason why it's still around is there's a combination of things. So one, um, and I say this, I want to say this for people listening. I have my personal beef with Christianity, but my personal beef with Christianity extends beyond that. Like I have a personal beef with religion. Um, so when I say this, I say it dispassionately. Um, Christianity, I think is still around because it stole from so many other beliefs and amalgamated it itself into what it is now. And, there are so many holidays and beliefs and rituals that are within Christianity. And you have to remember that Christianity isn't just uh, American Christianity. Catholicism is technically Christianity. Um, yeah. Judaism is 
technically Christianity. And it like when sure. if, if you're gonna call it those things, it's Judeo Christianity, and all and it falls under all those umbrellas. Catholic Catholicism is Judeo Christian, right? Yes, correct. Sure. Yep. Um, because they all came from the Judeo Christian beliefs and then branched off and. Now, became- okay, hold, uh, let me ask you this: Did did what's older, Hasidic Jews or Jews? Uh, I was thinking about this today. What the fuck is I, a Hasidic Jew? Uh, a Hasidic Jew is a sect within the Jewish community. Yeah, it's just another like yeah. Catholicism, Lutheran, fucking yeah. Baptist. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's just a it's a way that they believe and live. Um, but they be serious about it. They are extremely. There's like uh, the Hollywood Jews and then the fucking Hasidic Jews. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and. I really do think that violence did play a large role in why Christianity is the way it is. Because if you take a look at my own, my own people, uh, the Scandinavians, they were battled against and eventually executed for having pagan beliefs. And uh, a similar thing happened to Japan and the middle East everywhere. Uh, what are pagan beliefs? Uh, that's going to, I'll, I'll answer that. <laughs> um, and that's why Christianity is so prolific now is, I mean, fucking the Vatican is its own fucking city. Yeah. There's so, there's so much space and wealth within the Vatican that it Vatican, sorry, not again. Uh, it, it, it's its own sovereign entity. Is that tells get, you? Their own police, right? Their own little militia, probably like everything. I mean, yeah. their own, their own intelligence agency you know like bro if you don't think the vatican is running intelligence like outside of the cia while working with the cia you know what i'm saying like dude it goes think about that the the vatican's intel runs deeper than the cia oh i mean i'm sure it does in some ways honestly well Uh, i mean the cia is only what 60 years old 70 years old oh yeah and America in itself is only less than 300 years old. Fucking Vatican's been around how long, right? Oh, and what yeah. the fuck they got creeping up in them walls, dog? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you think, dog, you, you think you couldn't spend a night in Abraham, like, in the Lincoln bedroom, bro? Try the Pope's fucking bedroom. <laughs> oh, Yikes. yeah, absolutely. Yikes. <laughs> so... That's my that's my whole thing on Christianity. Now, uh, as far as what I believe, um, so I'm pagan, and when you the when you break down what a pagan is, it's an ancient, it's a Roman term for anyone who isn't Christian. Sure. Okay. So, the non-believer. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And then there's many different forms of paganism, like. Uh, voodoo and hoodoo that's paganism uh Witch the egyptian craft. yeah the egyptian beliefs paganism um is it just low- like partying no i mean it's like a pagan act any secular music is pagan and Mus- uh islam is pagan right like anything islam, not christian yeah islam would technically food? be pagan yeah just pagan food okay yes. so it's just like not christian that's like a goy it's like a non-jew Yes. Fuck it. I'm not Jewish, by the way. I don't know why. I just listen to a lot of comics. And they're all fucking Jewish. <laughs> so I guess, <laughs> it's always got Jews on the brain, bro. They got a great sense of humor. 
I mean, you know, the, the Jewish state of mind is probably not a bad one to be on. I, I will say this. I love the Jewish people. They're a fascinating and extremely respectable culture. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to. I just want to be uh, on record of the new world order of the Jews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I love you. I, it, it it comes down to, um, they value their intelligence and how they live, and I think that they live in a way that I think that Christians should live. Like Christianity should model itself more after Judaism uh, to become better, in my opinion. But anyway, I digress. So, oh, I'm sorry. Is Judaism pagan? Technically, by the original definition, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Christians denounce their parents. Yeah. Right. It was. It was one of those things where, like, this is the newer, better thing, and we're going to kill you until you believe it. Sure. Um. So the but, Vikings come in as as a sect of Christianity, or no, the opposite. It's not. So it's not Satanism. It's what is so. It's paganism. So, so the Vikings were the start. They were the first to embellish and like accept and and base their beliefs around what the Christians didn't fuck with. No, like, I, no, out of spite. No, no, they weren't the first. Uh. So, but they were the first to adapt the word pagan or like, I'm sorry, what? No. Um, so the, the reason why the Scandinavians are known as pagans is so keep in mind, paganism is anything that's not Christian by the original Roman term. So even I know that like the pagan, you know, paganism, pagans all kind of is rooted in that area. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Vikings were just a very, a uh, big force of paganism and they lived in a about it they lived in a fatalistic culture so like to they they lived uh a life where they knew that they were alive to die uh, yeah not only to die to die in battle and that's how they gained valhalla is to die in battle die in battle with no honor. doubt uh, their version of honor but honor uh, Valhalla is a I've heard that's like a marine thing, right? No. Uh I, so I've heard Val- like I'll see you in Valhalla. I've heard Marines say it. I think I've heard like Buddhists say it even. Is that like so, a So the reason why a lot of um military people use Valhalla or say I'll see you in Valhalla is because Valhalla is essentially Scandinavian heaven. And the way that sure. you enter okay. Scandinavian heaven is by dying in battle. Uh, so you have to that, die in battle. You can't you have just to like die in battle. So if you were like, if I was walking on the street and you came up and knifed me in the back, we didn't really fight. Correct. So I would go to not Valhalla. You would go to Folkvanker. Folkvanker. Correct. Folkvanker is... fucks you. <laughs> so Valhalla is a hall made of the shields of your brothers and sisters who came before you, and yeah. In Valhalla, you uh, sup from an en- endless pig, and there's endless amounts of mead, and then you drink and you eat, and you uh, ev- every day you wake up, you drink, you eat, you go out of Valhalla into Asgard, and you fight all of your brothers and sisters, and you die. Asgard. And- I've heard that. What is that? As- 
Asgard like Game of Thrones, Thrones, fuck it, or Lord of the Rings, like rip that <laughs> off or something. Sorta. Uh, Tolkien like, borrowed yeah. heavily from Norse Norse beliefs. But, okay. Okay. Uh, essentially, what happens is when you die in battle, uh, you resurrect in Valhalla, and then at the end of the day, uh, everyone is resurrected there. They go back to the hall, they drink, and they feast again, and then they uh, they wench uh, because oftentimes when um, a very famous or powerful Viking died. Um, their women were built, were burned with their corpses so that they would be there with them in Valhalla. So you drink, you eat, you fight, you drink, you eat, you fuck every day oh, until the end of time. And, damn. And the, the end of time is Ragnarok. And that is the final battle when the gods uh, battle against Loki and all the other giants and all coincidentally enough <clears throat> all of the people who didn't die in battle wait so thor and loki right avengers whatever i'm not too into it they were viking or i thought they were i thought thor was a greek god no thor is a north is a scandinavian god oh shit no that makes me like thor so much better <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was like I thought he was like Hercules' brother or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> he's essentially the Scandinavian version of Hercules. Okay. He's better. So, he's, got, he's got a hammer and long hair. Correct. <laughs> um but so like that's dope. Okay, so so you eat, you fight, you fuck, you eat, do it all for the rest of time because you're a warrior and so do you feel pain? But does that carry over to when you're fucking or like, do you just like enter the hall and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the ground rules of the, it sounds very like, like heaven in a Christian, in the Christian respect is pretty mysterious. You know, you, I mean, the concept of like, I mean, did they mention the gates in the Bible or like feasting or anything like that in the Bible? I don't know. Uh, I, so, I'm pretty sure it just is referenced as like paradise and I don't even know if they mention like your ancestors are going to be there. Do they? Or like, yeah, they, they got to see. They do. Yeah. Uh, heaven is essentially. Showed how much I paid attention. <laughs> uh, heaven is essentially just a state of eternal bliss. So you're not even like, you're not, a, you're not yourself. Do you carry, does your body, is that why they burn the body on the water, the Vikings? So that way it goes into the afterlife with you or something? Essentially, it's like eradicating who you were so that you could be in Valhalla. And so uh, you are in like another dimension. So can you, but you can't die. So that's, but you just, are you, you're in a state of bliss or can you be sad? Can you lose a battle in Valhalla? And, but you, and you go and fuck. Anyways, the, the entire point of being in Valhalla until Ragnarok comes is to become, uh, the warriors in Valhalla that are the chosen uh, are called Einherjar. The Einherjar are the warriors that are chosen to fight for the gods. Okay, so, yeah. So this you said Loki and everything. That's what got me sidetracked. So you're you're fighting and fucking every day, and then there's a big battle with Loki and the gods. What was that? So this up. Sorry. Yeah. No worries. No worries. So, um, I'll 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 say it from like the beginning. So. Sure. You die in battle. The Valkyries, who are the choosers of the slain, come to you and they take you to Valhalla. 
Sure. When in Valhalla, every day you rise, you eat, you drink, you go to battle. And if you die in battle, you are resurrected in the hall at the end of the day. And you drink, you eat, and you fuck. And you do that every day until the final battle comes. And the final battle is called Ragnarok. And the entire point of being in Valhalla and all those days that you spent becoming the warrior that you are at the final battle is to, so that you will have become better when that yeah. final battle comes. So you're not as good as you can be when you're in, when you first enter Valhalla. You got to fight your way to the top so you're ready for the for the for Ragnarok. Correct. Okay. And I never saw the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> I never, you know. So. Um, um, so so you're right as rain. If you if you get fucked up in battle in your training battles, you just and so who are you fighting? Other Vikings, and it's like a brotherly bonding. Like there's no, or are you fighting uh, the guys in the in the in the underworld? You're and, fighting. You're fighting against your fellow warriors. Yeah. And, so this is all like training, all hands on deck. So what? Who is attacking in Ragnarok? What is this battle, and when does this happen? So there's. There's a lot of people that you're fighting in, in Ragnarok. Um, there's Loki and all of his children. Uh, there's Is he actually the... Thor's brother? or Right? No. That's what the story was in the movie? No, that, that's how it is in, in essentially Marvel Comics. Sure, uh, okay. And they just, how they do they just... get away with that? Why the fuck? They can't come up with something better? This is why I – man, I'm, I'm so I'm, – if, if I'm not – dude, one thing I'm more over myself, uh, one thing – I am more over than other than myself is fucking the Avengers. I am so ready for the Godzilla universe to just fucking pop off, son. Have you seen Godzilla? Oh, of course I have. I love Godzilla. Dog. I am Godzilla's my G. Bro, <laughs> it is it is uh Godzilla versus King Kong is going to be off the fucking chain. I'm Agreed. So my soul is ready. Let's go see it together. Dope. I'm down. I think he got pushed back with the the Rona, but I think like next year or maybe even later this year. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, so this yeah. big battle, Ragnarok is about to go down like it's waiting to go down. What's it waiting on? When is this? What is this supposed to happen? How does it affect us living here on Earth? What is? Oh, uh, go ahead. Living here on Earth. Rag, uh, so essentially what happens in Ragnarok is all of reality is destroyed. Um, in the process of the battle, like there's a wolf named Fenrir who eats the moon and he tries to eat the sun. Um, there is a giant serpent named Jormungandr, who is the world serpent who comes up out of the crust of the earth to fight Thor. Him and Thor kill each other and the resulting battle destroys the earth pretty much. Uh, and then uh, there's a giant named Surtur, who is a fire giant who just burns away almost everything. Uh, and then Odin, Thor, and the other gods all fight with the Einherjar to defeat the armies of the dead, the giants, um, Loki and his children, just anyone who's just coming to essentially fuck up reality. Like... This Loki is rea our reality? Correct, yeah. Okay. So, they, so they're not like – this isn't – they're 
so the battle is going on. Are we experiencing Ragnarok? Is this the evil in the world? Uh, yes. So when Ragnarok happens, there'll be a, like an eternal winter that happens. Uh, there's a lot of pre, excuse me. There's a lot of precursors. Sure. Just like there is in any like end of the world tale. Yeah. Everybody's got their, uh, doomsdays. Yeah, exactly. Doomsdays. <clears throat> so when Ragnarok happens, a lot of the gods die. Uh, they die killing their mortal enemies or whatnot. Um, and all that's left is a few of Odin's children and whatever's left of humanity at the time. Holy shit, dude. So what is the Viking Bible, if you will? The holy book, the holy scrolls, the tablets, the fucking so, word. Um, <clears throat> it's or really you just hard. eat mushrooms and <laughs> the, so, the book is inside you. What's up with mushrooms and Vikings? What the fuck? I've never uh, uh, eaten mushrooms and wanted to kill somebody with a fucking axe. Oh, it's uh, that's well, maybe once. <laughs> that's unfortunate for you. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, you know, I take that back, dude. I honestly, I didn't. I I was fronting a little bit. You, you know, I uh, owe a lot to mushrooms uh, in my life. You know, I would not be alive without psilocybin and. I really – I'm not saying like I like to uh, twist things in favor of mushrooms, but yeah, you know what? You really do tap into a deep part, like a very primal – what is that? Wanted to kill someone with an axe on mushrooms. <laughs> I, I will – let me say this. I'll go into that. Uh, because that is a fascinating subject and something I really resonate with. Like, unfortunately, with the Scandinavian culture, a lot of it was oral history. So when the Christians came in and did their thing, they just killed a lot of that. Um, Christians came through Scandinavia? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Scandinavia eventually... During, what, the Crusades? That- Ooh, after that... Um, after and kind of during Christians uh, always be crusading bro yeah uh, essentially what happened is the the vikings harassed christendom a lot and were were responsible really for the creation of castles uh, wow wow really wow. yes so wow and, wow dude that's crazy like attila the hun didn't even do that no you know till uh, vikings was- Way before the Vikings, right? Yes. Oh yeah. And um, he was a bad fucker, so he, he was Vikings. Play. He's one of the best motherfuckers of all time. Um so the Christians came in and they destroyed a lot of the history because a lot of it was oral and a lot of that history as well was pagan and they didn't want that to exist anymore. So there are thing there are relics of the Scandinavian beliefs, like there's what's called the Havamal, and that's essentially Odin's word is what that, what that is considered. And it's like a collection of stories of things that Odin did and the ways that he existed. And if you really believe – On Earth? Yeah. He Odin, said these things and he acted these ways on Earth. He was a person? Correct. Odin, Odin was very much saw, uh, saw as a god who existed among the people. Like he would appear places. He would – he would fuck a bunch of women. He would party with people. He would dispense wisdom. He would curse people. Sure. Uh, 
He was a yeah. wizard. Was he a wizard? Was he he a... was. He yes. He actually was a very powerful sorcerer. Um, he was actually what Gandalf the Grey was based on. Oh, was he supposed to be like lanky and old like that, or was he? He was. He he appeared like. I would say that he would appear as uh, an old man who is still like jacked, <laughs> like the god of war. Yeah, that, it, exactly. Right? Isn't that yeah. Odin? Or isn't isn't Odin supposed to be in the new game? Yeah, in the new God of War. Yeah, it's all Hell based yeah. on Norse mythology. Um, so there's the Havamal, and um, there's other texts that are known as the Prose Edda, and that was written by um, a man named Snorri, uh, and that was a collection of a lot of the Scandinavian tales put into uh, a form of poetry um, because the Scandinavian people, despite being this fatalistic war culture based on death, um, loved life. They, they partied all the time. They created mead. They uh, what's, didn't get what's mead. <clears throat> mead is honey wine. Hell yeah. It's wine made with honey. You like mead? Uh, I love mead. <laughs> we'll yeah, give you a bottle. Time. Yeah, I yeah. never had. We'll do it. Um, and it's probably fucking illegal, right? <laughs> no, like, no, no. Like no. you know, they just there's, find there's some a, fucking reason. There's a meadery down the street from my house. Right, a meter, a meadery, huh? Yeah. Fuck yeah! All right. So probably. we'll go do that. Yeah, um, hell yeah, man. So like, they they loved singing. They loved poetry. Um, there's actually a story of Odin and uh, some of the other gods uh, of something called the meat of poetry and the meat of poetry. Whenever you encounter someone who is able to create fantastic art, whether it be singing, whether it be painting, playing the piano, uh, writing any of those things, supposedly what has happened is that at some point, Odin or one of the other gods has given you the meat of poetry and it has enabled you to become uh, a worthy and noteworthy artist. Like wow. that's, that's how into it they were. So there are those. So things. wait, how is this meat of meat of what is it? Meat of meat of poetry, meat of poetry. How is it ingested? So Odin gives this to you. He, he, uh, you or you drink it? It's the it's the yeah. You you drink it and you are instilled with the knowledge of of Odin. Not so much or, the knowledge of Odin. I would say that you are like any latent talent that you have uh, is opened up to its fullest potential, and then you yeah. are you are able to give the world like this divine art. So essentially. It, but so it's specifically art and creativity. Correct. Yes. Okay. So is this where you start talking about mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> so there was um, a group of Vikings known as the Berserks, uh, <laughs> and they're referred to as the Ulfhednar. Um, <laughs> Are you reading this shit? See, this is why I got Josh on the fucking cast. <laughs> no. Uh, see, listen, and, and so Josh literally just like 
he he be knowing about the Viking shit, and that's why I fuck with him so hard. Is because he, unlike so many people, just has has decided to to recognize himself, and he's like, yo, I am of an ancient bloodline and this is who I am and this is how I'm going to carry myself and this is how I'm going to fucking die. If you want to ride with me, let's go. If not, I'm going to show you why you should, you know? And 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 Josh just he is inspiring and to be around somebody who just can and uh who can just openly express themselves and 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 make you question without even confronting you. Just make you question like, huh? Why aren't I like that fucking guy? Like, you know, it's like hard not to, uh, it's hard to ignore, um, someone as bright and, and, uh, inspiring as Josh. Uh, that, and, that and, is an uh, amazing, beautiful, amazingly beautiful compliment. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. Well, you know, and, and, you know, and, but the Viking thing, man, it's like, it's not every day you meet a, a real life Viking. So you really just have to. <laughs> you know, get him, get him on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Uh, yeah, man. That's that's amazing. Um, very the very same for you, man. Like you, uh, I don't want you to think that you aren't as much of a light and beautiful person oh, as thanks. I am. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to keep up with you, homie. <laughs> Well, it really, you know, hey man, I'm telling you, you came into my life at a at a certain time where it was like I really needed, um, even just a glimmer of hope, you know, at the point where like, you know, I uh, cause like there was like some notable people on memes it seems where it's like, yeah, I recognize that guy's, you know, it's like you see him enough, he's like he shows up in your like friend request or something, you know, and it's like, yeah, these these people are active, and it's like, I felt like you know we knew each other before we had even met at that party. And then see each other at shows. And, you know, it's just like, it's just the coolest thing about uh, the internet and and music scenes, especially the bass scene, is, uh, you know, like metal shows, rock shows. It's kind of like very, I don't know, not exactly uh, tight-knit as the bass scene. Yeah, I agree. It's and, a very uh, different culture. It's it's really cool, you know. And, and, you know, even just like the smallest reactions really like set with people in that uh environment and uh it goes a long way and here we are you know what i'm saying and uh you know we haven't had the chance to be able to hang out uh mano imano but uh you know it's like it doesn't matter it's like josh has and apparently i have the energy enough to where it's like you can you know five minutes is an hour you know what i'm saying where it's like you just stand next to somebody be like yo man what up yeah yeah. Word. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, I'm glad I stood right here for sure. You know? Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, yeah, man, when, when, when you just know that that energy, you know, you see someone online and then that energy is like expanded in person instantly, you know, it's an unspoken thing. And, and, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it it is fantastic to know someone like you yeah you know it, it, it's it's uh, what am i trying to say it's it's a new it's a new thing this whole trust thing you know and it and it yeah. uh people you know it's it's hard to make friends in your adult life 
you know like it, it just the other day man i maybe i'm just a weirdo i don't know but like this guy this other guy that i have friended on facebook from uh you know he's my age and lives in detroit uh friend on face you know we're friends on facebook from memes it seems and uh he needed help getting a table down in detroit and the shop was like right around the shop from my work i was like yeah i got you i saw it on facebook i picked it up drove it down to detroit Paid me a couple bucks, like whatever, but you know, I was happy to do it, you know, and he was appreciative. And it's just like, yeah. And we talked about, we brought up the uh, party, you know, and it's like, yeah, how you been since then and everything. And I haven't seen him since, but, or since that party, but you know, it's just like that shit sticks around. It's like, you can tell when people are good people. And, you know, let's be real, man. When you're throwing up, you know, you need help on Facebook, you know, you really need help. You know, like when somebody like you could, there's some people who just like are constantly on fucking Facebook. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to follow you, bro. I can't, I can't do it. You know, (laughs) you're asking too much of everybody. You know, I can't find you a girlfriend. I can't find you another job. I can't take care of your baby daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like baby mama, like fucking grow up. But like when somebody just like you see and it's like, oh yeah, he, he needs a hand. You know, and it's like, I'm not doing shit. And I feel like doing a good deed. You know, and hopefully that's maybe why this podcast worked out. It's like I I did something for somebody else. Now you you do something for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's just yeah, like where do the Vikings us- stand on doing good things and making people feel good <laughs> instead of raping and pillaging? And <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, mushrooms. Oh yeah, man. Not to stray away from that. Yeah, sorry. We, we got away from that. Uh, so before we get back to mushrooms, I'll say none of us. None of us are in this alone. We we need each other. And it's not weak to say that we need each other. Uh, Something I've come to learn and – or at least recognize that I have to get used to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it, some people, like they get hurt in their lives and they're afraid of needing people or like parts of our uh, society like idolize this lone wolf aspect and it's there's a reason why we idolize that and it's because 98 percent of people aren't like that we we can't live without social organisms and to raise to raise your children requires everyone that you know yeah village Uh, yeah uh, to do a job requires people that you know to uh learn about anything requires other people so like to make it your mission to help other people is in and of itself just as valuable as being a lone wolf. You know, I procrastinated the longest time getting my own shit off the ground with my music and my podcast and comedy because I was like, man, I got, I got I'm doing so much in my real life working jobs and and trying to you know just like survive and keep my head above water i have no time for anything if i really wanted to do something i i if i wanted to start this podcast and do this stand-up comedy thing and start promoting it like i need a team you know so i i told my boy mike yo i want you to handle my 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 web mastering you know like edit the videos and do the audio you know like i'll do most of it but like you know what i'm saying like you handle like uploading it and like handling it the right way for people to see it and then i called my boy brian and i was like yo dude i want you to be like my manager man like tell me how i should like promote things and like 
uh, I'll give you a, a little budget every month to like boost shit on Facebook and like really do it professional. He's always wanted to, he said that he wanted to represent an artist, like a rapper or something. And I was like, dude, like I'm getting into comedy. Like it'd be great. You know? And I was like, so I did this and like, they're doing their own thing and I would procrastinate, but I was, but I realized like, and this was, this is, you know, earlier this year when I hit them up and like talked to them about it. And it's like, dude, they, you can't bother people. You have to show people before you even get a team together you have to show that team that if you're coming to them with the fucking idea i started the band last year okay and it's it's my fucking job to show them that i'm at least committed to like keeping it moving in a direction i'm open to all like criticism and like input whatever but like it i'm trying to like schedule band practice like and if they want to do it too sure but like I'm going to in with the with the podcast. I need to show them that I'm record I'm taking it upon myself to schedule the interviews and do shit by myself and edit down these podcasts and post them and tweet and start the Instagram and the Facebook page and 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 do the promotion and get a little logo and all that and like set it up. You know, everybody wants things done for them. And it's like the division of labor is great, but if it's your dream, if you if this is what you're trying to do, you know, and if it's like maybe if you and I are talking and we have an idea, okay, right now we're gonna do the division of labor. Like, yo, oh, you handle the music, I'll handle the script, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But like, if you if this is you know if you want to start a podcast and be a stand up fucking comic and start making your own music and DJing and playing with a band and doing whatever the fuck, bro, it's not, you know this is your show, you know. And Mike and Brian, they were down to help me, but. It it got down. Well, I was like, ah, I can't just like talk into a microphone and give it to Mike, and like be like, hey, edit down the silent, the pauses, and all the fucking stammers and everything, and like just like send it back to me, and I'll listen to it, and I'll let you know. You know, like no, bro, you need to like do this like ten, twenty times, edit it down, get a vibe, get your fucking bullshit out. You know, like the last podcast, the last episode was just me rambling. You know, it was just I just went for length. And just like edit it down and it's not fucking funny and you know it's it's i'm working on it i gotta get, i'm not even like comfortable with talking you know like yeah who the fuck starts a podcast who isn't good at talking me i don't know I mean, like it comes, I did it. It comes you know, with practice just, man yeah and it, it, that's the thing it's like i waited so long i would wait around it's like yeah i want to start a podcast but like i don't know what to say i don't know how to say it i'll just wait until I'm ready to say it and I know what to say, but that's never going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And you can record a yeah. hundred podcasts in your room and save them all for yourself. And you're like, nah, this one's not it. Ah, this one's not it. It's about recording it. Okay. Or get one that you like, edit it down, have something that you'd be willing to fucking put out and put it out because you can have a million different thoughts and uh anticipations and opinions about what you're doing but it's about especially with a podcast you put it out for people to listen to and have feedback you know what i'm saying so it's like you have to just if you know what you're not what are you doing you know you you got your fuck you're standing there with your dick in your hand wanting to do a podcast crying about it you know like i I got all this inside me so when you finally sit down and you realize man you got nothing to fucking say. You don't believe in anything. You don't know shit. And it's like, well, and it's, you know, going back to what you said, it's hard to like start something as a grown adult who pays your own bills and you live on your own, you know, and like you're just trying to like keep 
you know, you don't want to get stuck in the grind, but you don't have, you don't know how to, you don't have the framework, the structure to fucking bring yourself out of it. And you know, you're a smart guy, you're figuring it out. But this is like, eh, who, how do you start a podcast? Who's start? There's no structure. Like you can't take classes to do it. And if you do, man, fuck, come on. You know, like don't take a fucking podcast class. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come on, you know, like have a little, be creative about it. So this is like, this is my thing. You know, it's like, you're going to hear even the fucking dumb shit. And it's like, you don't have, you know, in 20 episodes, if it's the same thing, reflect, man, maybe just stick to stand up. Maybe just stick to music. You know what I'm saying? Like, but this is how it gets done. And, and I'll tell you what, I've recorded many podcast episodes. I've sat down to record many podcasts and never happened. You know what I'm saying? I only started posting until a couple weeks ago, you know, and, and recorded, you know, and it just takes a lot of mental blockage to come down and be comfortable enough. And sometimes, you know, you got to, you know, completely flip your life around just to like sit down and, and talk about what's on your mind on a podcast, you know, and, and keep talking and keep writing. You know, you got to write a hundred songs to write a good one. Yeah. Oh, and you know, songwriting is a little different than podcasting and podcasting is a lot like joke writing where it's like, you have to put it out there. You have to tell a joke to an audience. You know, if a song is shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, if this guitar like sucks, you know, this groove is lame. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you can sit there and write the lyrics to yourself and you're like, what the fuck am I talking about? And, or you can look at lyrics and be like, damn, this is what's up. And then you have a riff to it and you're like, this is what's up. You know, you just know. But, uh, the podcast yeah. thing, man, you know, hey, sorry. You know, and it's hard to like listen to Joe Rogan in his fucking castle in the clouds, you know, and he's talking about, oh yeah, when I was coming up in 1985 in Boston with fucking Lenny Clark, like, come on, dude, what the fuck? Like, you know, and it's like all of a sudden, yeah, and I, you know, and I was a kung fu, and I was a fucking jujitsu guy, and I got a fucking gig, and then I was on a show, and then Fear Factor, and now I'm Joe Rogan. Suck my dick. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. You know, no, no, no fault to him. Like, he does, you got, you know, you listen to his conversations with uh, other comics and his friends, you know, they really get into some, like, nuanced details of, like, if you really listen to what they're talking about and what they're getting at, like, you can learn a lot about coming up as a comic and as a podcaster and oh, just as a, as a human, you know, these comics, man. these comics are the closest thing we have to philosophers these days. Yeah, man. Like, and the thing that you have to remember is that like with, with podcasting, especially Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. He's done thousands of podcasts now. Yeah. He learned how to talk from podcasting. Yeah. So you'll listen to the like, early ones and it's like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you're there right now, and you're just, yeah, man. Yeah, you're gonna get through it. And but I, see, with and the difference between Joe is that Joe started his. He started uploading his shit at a time where people weren't afraid to upload all of the unedited shit, all the, like the, you know, like ah, this is raw, you know, raw shit, you know. Yeah. And uh, over the past ten years, it's gotten to where it's like 2000. 13 to 2000 you know 20 it's been like only produced high quality you know scripted you know people got like comedy shows on youtube now like shit's crazy from 2012 you know oh, and yeah. that was like joe was rogan was only doing it a couple years at that point so he had the money to just like zoom up his production and then all of a sudden you you all of a sudden you know he's got 
millions of followers and people want to aspire to be Joe Rogan. You know, I want to, I, I want to be Joe Rogan. Why not? You know, he's got a great podcast, but you got to put your own flair on it. And that's where people get stuck on. And then they're like, Oh, I got to hone my craft. Not realizing this guy's been in the game for 20 years already. And he's just starting the podcast thing. And yeah, you're right, man. It's a, it's a, it's a craft. It's a uh, muscle that you got to train. And, um, yeah, I think, I think what I'm trying to do with this podcast, especially is, um, and I do it with my, uh, my comedy too, is, you know, a lot of the guys with comedy, a lot of guys with comedy is like, they try to be the smartest guy in the room, most clever guy in the room, not trying to be the funniest. Nobody wants to get laughed at. Nobody wants to, you know, get pantsed in the hallway anymore and just like laugh at them, you know, and be like, oh, look at me. It's like, I'm, I'm not, you know, I've lived up until these 25 years being afraid of being laughed at, you know, because I was laughed at so much as a kid, you know, and now it's like, you know what, let's all come up together, you know, and if I can do it, you can do it. And look at me, you know, I got my fucking pants down to my ankles. You know, (laughs) I I feel, you know, this is, you, you know, I don't, I don't like the limelight. I don't, I I just like to chill, but this is something that I feel like I have to do, you know, and I want to touch into my personal life a lot more, but yeah, right now it's about going through the motions and, and just, you know, having a cool conversation about fucking Viking, uh, what is it? Mythology? Yeah. Yep. Viking fucking mythology. It's not a religion. Yes and no. Yeah. Like, uh, the mythology of it would refer to it just being a myth, uh, obviously, but like, uh, just it existing. The religion aspect of it is what you believe in. And I, I have the bits that I believe in and I've formed my own spirituality slash religion from it. Um, and it allows you to do that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's more of a framework. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's not, I'm that's yeah. What I'm trying to do here is it's just providing a framework and like doing it and like by doing it. Well, what are you doing when you're doing it? I'm not telling you what to do. You know what the way how I'm telling you what to do is just by doing it and showing you what to do. You know what I'm saying? Not telling you what to do because that's yeah, what you're just you're you leading by example. You're just leading by example. Yeah, man. You know, it's fun. So, uh. Yeah, uh, so not to take up too much of your time. We're like two hours in. Uh, and no, I really dude, appreciate don't, it. don't don't worry about it. This is this is my night. This is what <laughs> I want to do. I'm here for you. Thanks, um, brother. Yeah, of course, man. Um, so the fucking mushrooms, man. Let's touch on this one thing, and then I'll uh, we, I, I'll, I'll move on from that. Sure. So so Vikings are known to are are known uh are closely tied with magic mushrooms psilocybin what yeah what but they are also uh raiders of <laughs> land and villages and rapers and pillage like what the fuck i thought i thought the beatles uh wrote their songs on mushrooms what the fuck so um what what i said earlier uh there was a specific group of vikings known as the berserkers or the berserks yeah. uh and what they did in their society was those inclined individuals were always known for like a prodigious anger um, and like a battle frenzy. 
and what they eventually ended up doing because they were so crazed was that they lived in places away from their village until they were called to battle and wow just their lives became eating those mushrooms before and during battle um and they would enter these states of frenzy to where they didn't wear any armor they just took a weapon in the battle and they were so crazed that before a battle like when they were forming the walls and getting ready to fight that they were known to like chew on their own shields to resist like killing their own friends what the fuck and they were said to have the strength of several men that when they entered battle their skin was as hard as armor uh they showed no fear uh, and they were all considered to be followers of Odin, like they worshipped Odin, and Odin would grant them this power to charge into battle and do these things. Um, and it would take many men to slay them. So that's where that whole thing comes from. Are they and, were they giants? How big are these motherfuckers, really? Like, I mean, so they, the, Sc- the Scandinavian people in general are are, are bigger people, and. And would they fight each other? Who are these Vikings fighting? Uh, there was a lot of infighting. Like, yeah, I guess back then everybody yeah, was killing everybody. Ter- territory where it went to right. and fro, and that's sure. how you really came up with like the different uh, nationalities of Vikings. So there's three main ones. So there's Norse, which is Norwegian, um, Danish, which are the Danes, and then the Swedish. Oh, um, no shit. I didn't think yeah. the Danes and the Swedes were Vikings. Okay. They were. And the Norse and, are out of Norway, right? Correct. Okay. And yeah. then and who do you, also, who do you uh, uh, identify with? Uh, I'm Norwegian. Right on. So, uh, where's Black Metal from? Norway. Norway. Uh, right. And also, they they colonized Iceland. So okay, Iceland is also Scandinavian. Um, so the the magic mushrooms were very much a big part of that, and. I I grew up with really awful anger issues. Um and part of what gave me my ability to rein in my emotions was martial arts. I started taking martial arts when I was 7. I uh, got into jiu-jitsu. Um and it gave me a good framework for how to Um, kick some fucking ass. Well, yeah, kick ass and control myself. Yeah. And then eventually, kick your own ass. Yeah. Uh, eventually, what I came into was stoicism, and Marcus Aurelius, uh, primarily was who taught me stoicism. Do you think the uh, the martial arts was sort of like you had to get the physical energy out, the angst, and then as you get older, you just kind of like deal with it more on the inside. Yeah, it gave me the ability to it have that discipline. initial. Yeah. yeah, it gave me discipline, and then it gave me um, a way to express my anger, uh, and taught me that a really big thing that my old man taught me was that if if you fight people, it it's not a bad thing to fight people. What's a bad thing is to lose control when you're fighting people and to hurt people. And if I hurt people, then I'll you know suffer the consequences. So make sure you know what you're doing. 
Yeah. Um, and he saw that anger in me and sort of molded me and helped me become a better person. And then eventually I came into Marcus Aurelius and Stoicism and further learned how to control myself. And I value that term, control, very much um, because I could be a very terrible human being without it. Um, and to touch on the point of mushrooms, I actually don't like taking mushrooms. Um, sure. Because when mushrooms themselves <laughs> make you super introspective and when you get into that very introspective part of yourself, it makes you feel those parts of yourself. And deep down I have this nuclear furnace of rage. And so the entire time that I'm doing these things, I feel good physically, but the entire time, all I can think about is expressing my rage and being angry. So the whole time I'm just wanting to fight and beat people. <laughs> yeah. And it's not a fun experience to me. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, have you considered micro dosing to stay in tune with that? Because I don't believe in trying to shut the fucking factory of fire down. I think that you should acknowledge it because I, dude, I got my own fucking factory. You know what I'm saying? And I got my own nuclear reactor in, you know, I think we all do on different scales and you know, yeah, you might uh, be a little, little uh, shorter of a fuse than me, but like, you know, I, I, I am, I am afraid of myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I have shown people and side and myself sides of myself that come out on mushrooms. Then it's like, wow. You know, so I understand what you're saying, but maybe, 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 you know, part of your, oh God, part of your dirty work is to fucking, you know, embrace that and find maybe not embrace it by eating mushrooms and handling it but like you know tap down into that and you know fucking maybe you got to move to fucking hawaii and just scream at the fucking waves every day you know do whatever you have to do to fucking do that you know because i i would hate for you to know it and be afraid to show it even to yourself and just like you know what i'm saying like because that's where i feel like i'm coming out of where it's like I was so angry. I was so fucking angry. And and now and now I, I might even be ever since my brother died, dude, I'm just fucked up. So I I've kind of put the anger on hold, but I've almost I I I I dust it off every day. You know what I'm saying? I put I put it up on the shelf, but I I you know, it's there. And you know, this podcast is a way for me to channel that, you know, cuz I can write down my feelings every day. You know, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of toiling with myself. I really need to – this whole quarantine thing really fucked me up. Uh, <laughs> I was I was so close to, like, getting in with my therapist and uh, other people and, uh, you know, like, really getting down to, like, some things that uh, I can't get past in my life and, uh, you know, the COVID thing. And it's like you can't Skype this. <laughs> you, know, so, you, can't, you, can't, you can't Skype this shit. So – that actually, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, 
I don't fear that part of myself. And I don't. I, I would. I didn't think you did. So I. Yeah. I'm not assuming that you haven't handled it. You're a fucking man. <laughs> um. You I, I know. I think you'll like my sure. my outlook on it. Um. I don't do those those things. I don't do mushrooms. Uh. Because it leaves me in a state where. I, I don't want to be stuck like that. And I don't think that I'm going to be stuck like that forever. It's just like, I don't like. It's like, you know where it's going to go. Why would you fucking eat them? Like, don't, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's not that I, I fear myself because honestly, like to me, anger is once you find beauty in anger, it becomes refreshing. And mm-hmm. I very much view my rage as a purifying force within myself. When I need to make the, the great decisions in my life or the really stressful decisions, I simultaneously become calm and I let the rage flow through me, my anger Ooh. flow through me, and it burns out everything that I don't need and it breaks down the elements uh, of what, what it is that I'm dealing with and it, it reveals the simplistic versions of everything and allows me to organize things into a way that is beneficial to me. So when I think of, I don't really see, I don't really see emotions as a positive or negative thing anymore. Like emotions are just emotions. And I think of my mind as a circuit, my mind and body as a circuit. And I let, all of those passionate emotions, all of those things that people would say are negative emotions exist in that circuit. And as long as the circuit is maintained and you don't overflow it with your own emotional energy, none of that energy has to touch what it's powering. Computers really are modeled after our brains and how they work. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It really is just an extension. It's just like... Oh, uh, you know, so your, your, you know, stoicism and, and your experience is like your firewall, you know, and when something, a virus hits, when a hater hits your firewall, you know, you just know it goes up, up. this goes here, this goes here. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, uh, you know, when you have a better firewall, you upgrade your firewall, it just knows better what to do with, uh, certain infiltrations. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. That's really how I try to treat it is that I don't really look down. Like I used to look down on myself for being that way and that I, I had to be better. And I realized that I had become better and there was a way to look at this to where I could use those things to fuel myself and fuel the things that I need to do. So like when I go and do my best thinking is when I'm meditating or when I'm, uh, at, I'm, doing martial arts or when i'm working out because you at still those practice points, you still practice martial arts yes still i've wanted to give that's another thing that i'm gonna kind of add to my repertoire of you know one day a week maybe instead of going to the gym go to a you know martial arts class or something you should um you know what I'm my saying? my goal in life is to become a warrior philosopher and my i've achieved a lot of that and my writing is the next big step like i want to be an author and 
Well, you already man. are compared on my fucking feed. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Um, and that's, I mean, that's where I'm at. Um, it's about doing it, baby. Yes, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, and you know what? You in a gang now. Now I'm not gonna leave you alone about it. I'm gonna be asking you where that book's at. I'll you know send. You, I'll send so you something. Like, you know, hey, all right, all right, all right. So, it. dope. This shit is dope. So, you had a podcast yourself. Yes. Scar podcast. Skull podcast. Yeah. Scar. Yeah. How did you spell it? S. So. It was based off of uh, the Viking version of Cheers. So it's S-K-A-L, Skull Podcast. Yeah. Okay. And, yo, you had, like, you had T-shirts? Like, you guys were about it. Yes. Um, we – What – um, what? okay, so I – and I had a old podcast. So you had a podcast with a partner. I had a podcast with a partner. Um, what uh, – what went – why don't – what happened? What happened with that? Because my – you know – yeah, what, what happened with with with, uh, with your podcast? Because you guys aren't doing it anymore, and I'm not doing my old podcast anymore. We're still friends, me and Andre, uh, and he's going to be on this podcast. But uh, – and we – you know, we had like – just I- ideological differences, you know, and to the point where we were young and couldn't have a conversation without, you know, uh, talking over each other. We we're too excited about everything. You know what I'm saying? So just, you know, live and learn. But uh, yeah. I'm curious, um, you know, I, I was wondering maybe if you wanted to share some insight about uh, what can go wrong with uh, running a podcast with somebody else, uh, touching back on the concept of getting a team together or trusting yourself to do it alone and doing it your own way. So we, you know, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and bringing it all the way back to the point of where I saw your Facebook post about chasing your dreams. It's kind of like, man, he had his own podcast. I had my own podcast back in the day. And, uh, now we're kind of like going on our own, uh, our own paths, you know, and cu- and cutting our own way uh, through all the bullshit. And uh, so, why are you choosing to uh, to rough it now, um, when uh, you know you had a partner in crime? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I I know exactly what you're saying. So, I start. I started Skull Podcast with my partner Chris, and. Uh, we, we are both very passionate about our lineage, uh, and our beliefs. And that happened to be Scandinavian and we're both and we wanted to share what we knew and what we learned and what we believed and how to believe it with everyone that we know. And that's kind of how Skull Podcast came to be. Yeah. Um, Chris and I recorded, I think like 30 something episodes with each other that all ran to be about like an hour and a half. Uh, so we spent a lot of time, uh, we got t-shirts made. We started a merch store. We went on like skull podcast trips. Um, we had interviews with people and ultimately what it came down to the reason why 
I stopped it is I mean it's the same it's the same reason why anybody really stops working with a partner is we we had very different ideas on how to proceed with the podcast and creative differences and um I say this without any sort of like malice like Chris had very different intents yeah um on how to run the, on how to run the podcast and yeah. what he what he viewed was his stake in the podcast I see. Um, and ultimately it was just one of those things where I was like, I can't agree with that. Yeah. It sounds like you guys had maybe a, uh, bit more of an adult conversation about the elephant in the room. Um, then maybe me and Andre did as uh 20 year olds. Uh, I think, you know, we just kind of got pissed at each other for a few weeks about it and just kind of like it fizzled and we never like picked it up, you know, just kind of like silently mutually agreed to just like, end the podcast you know what i'm saying and yeah. it was whatever you know it's like it's fine i'm glad we, i'm so glad we did it we had so much fucking fun uh recording that podcast talking about absolutely nothing and uh we actually like we tried man like we had uh my friend sam uh from shakespeare in detroit on like she came over to my house from detroit or i think she like lives in plymouth or whatever at the time uh but like she like set time aside to like come and give us an interview and like we got like baked before and like terrible <laughs> you know like just like try to have fun or whatever but um it sounds like you guys may have uh broken up a lot better than i uh than we did and i think that's awesome to uh to note is to acknowledge when it's not don't let shit fizzle uh or simmer um you know boil over when artistically you know because so much more art can be made and so much the relationship is tied in with that art and when when a disagreement happens and somebody doesn't speak up when you don't just man up and just say what's on your mind and call somebody out you're not being a, you know you, you got to say it out of love and respect for the project um because you know you don't really feel you don't nobody wants to end it everybody's having fun you know it's but if you just have that conversation man maybe it's gonna take a couple days but uh you know you'll you have that conversation and come out on the other side and maybe you don't maybe it's still gonna end but you know i i really just like my biggest fear i don't care about what happens in the afterlife i don't want to die with regret you know that's like one of the biggest motivators in this whole thing is i i i'm so scared of laying on my deathbed of, of maybe even like a two-year deathbed six-month deathbed you know what i'm saying we're just like yeah you know it's no gone. regrets you're it and it's yeah. like but can you imagine sitting there like shoulda woulda coulda like what god you know yeah, and it's like that now that i did dude i this is the this is gonna be the third podcast man i did it i tried you know like that's what i said with i on my facebook page it's just like don't say we didn't try <laughs> you know yeah and it's like I feel I since starting this podcast, I am in a another universe. I'm glad to hear that, man. I am in a different I'm a different person. I'm a different I'm in a different mindset. I haven't once thought about starting a podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm thinking about what I need to do for my next fucking episode on my podcast. Fuck yeah. And it's so much easier than I thought. It's just happening because once you accept the reality around you and the reality and the weight of what you want to do and you 
multiply and divide and subtract those together and get, you know, the sum of what you want. It's like, bro, that's the math right there. And it's, and it don't fucking lie, you know? So it's like, that's what you got to do or fucking, you know, rewrite your equation and figure something, you know, I don't know what, you, you know, you can try and rewrite numbers, but you know, life is math, man. Facts are facts. You know, you can tell me whatever you want, but you know, all I know is that, you know, we have, you know, the conversation that we did and I'm going to edit it down the best that I can and make it make sense the best that I can and, <laughs> and, you know, and try again next time. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Um, and as long as everything comes from the heart when it comes to breaking up your podcast and, and, uh, you know, anything that goes wrong artistically in your relation, just down to a relationship, you know, it's about communication and it's about love. It's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's about, um, and you know, every problem in this fucking world, especially the main ones we face today in society, it's about a lack of love growing up you know these motherfuckers that just want this power and they got the just the most greed a human heart could ever know it's like dude you just weren't hugged enough as a kid <laughs> you know like you really really i gotta think i'm an angry person i think i'm i got fucked over dude i can't imagine having 40 billion dollars you know how bad you have to fucking hate yourself to have 40 billion dollars I mean, I'd hate myself a lot less if I had forty billion dollars. No, no, no. I think you. <laughs> I think you'd hate yourself a lot less if you had a million. Yeah, probably. But I think it starts to invert itself, and there's no way you can't hate yourself, dude. Jeff Pe- Bezos looks like he's melting. People become consumed by their ambition, and. Uh, eventually that ambition can turn to greed and that's very much where a lot of those people are. Yeah. I mean, I guess like, it's just like what, I guess what it matters, the hoarding of wealth is the issue for me with, you know, and it's like, I guess it matters. Like, what are you going to do with it when you die? Really? That's, you know, I have no problem with the rich, you know, it's better that like a good person holds on to as much wealth as he can and then disperses it in a certain way when he's dead and it's out of his control. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. And it's like, maybe do as much good as you can with it. Dude, wealth is a superpower. Oh, absolutely. Are you going to be a, are you going to be a hero or a villain? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really like, in, you know, um, I do want to say like, uh, ultimately leaving the podcast was my choice. Um, yeah, yeah, Chris, mine was through. I I didn't want to be a part of it anymore. I was like, this I can't get a word in. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, yeah. Right. Chris, uh, Chris wanted to, Chris wanted to work things out, but he wanted to work things out on his terms. And um, right. my way or the highway. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't compromise. Very much part of my uh part of my life is that I won't compromise my values to satisfy someone else. Um, and I couldn't do it anymore. And that's, and Chris and I are still friends. Chris is a great human being and I'm not talking oh, shit yeah. about him. Yeah. Love you. Andre. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just, that wasn't the path that I, I wanted to walk anymore. Yeah. Uh, and you like, you can't keep kidding yourself, you know, it's like the passion that was there in the beginning, 
you, you know, you can kid yourself, but you know, it's not, it's not, it's not what it was, you know, yeah, and you yeah, gotta make much, that change. It very much became a job to me and I never wanted my, I never wanted my podcast to be a job for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It became, it quickly became a job. Yeah, absolutely. It was like, we had this imaginative audience <laughs> that was like expecting the next episode. It's like, dude, what? podcast sucks <laughs> yeah and like honestly like that podcast was a phenomenal experience um i gained a very a very uh awesome friend from that podcast and he was actually a follower of the podcast and right on like a, a month or so ago when him and i were just talking he has my snapchat and we send each other snapchats all the time he was like, I, cause he, he gives me shit about not having, cause I want to start like my own vlog slash podcast. And I've kind of been dragging my feet on it because I yeah. wanted to pursue my writing in lieu of that. Just, yeah. um, and he, he's giving me shit about it. And he was like, you know, when I sent you a friend request on Facebook, you didn't accept it for the longest time. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I, I didn't want, your view of me on that podcast to be altered by the by the things that I do on my Facebook. Yeah, bro, I do the same shit. I do. I. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No worries. No worries. And I was like, uh, while that is an aspect of my personality, I wanted you to think of me and the things that I would say in the light that I presented to you in that podcast. Untarnished. Yeah, and he was like, no, I totally get it. And he's like, but honestly, when you accepted my friend request and then, like, we became friends on Snapchat and you started, like, I started to see more of your life, like, I was a fan of you. And then as a fan of you, I got to become your friend. He's like, I just want you to know how awesome that was. And I was like, how the fuck is anyone a fan of my fat ass? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got, I'm raising both my hands over here. (laughs) Like it, it was, it didn't like, it didn't hit me in the way. Like I felt elevated. I I felt elated. Like I was like, I was happy about it. I was like, I'm glad I touched your life like that, man. Like, thank you so fucking much. Like, that's awesome. I'm, I'm so fucking happy to be your friend. You're a fantastic human being. And that shit was cool. And learning that shit from the podcast, uh, enforced this thing that like when I changed my life, when my old man died and like when I referenced earlier that like his death, I use, I used my old man's death to change who I was as a person yeah. uh, instead of being caught in the, in the mire of grief. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone has to have their own grieving process and no one, I, I, I'm a firm believer in no one can fucking tell you how to grieve. You have to find that shit out for yourself. And well, there's some self-destructive grief processes. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. Like there's always an yeah. exception to rule. Don't do bad shit. Of course. Like, yeah. of course. And love don't, yourself, you know, like don't, yeah. you can't blame yourself through the grief process. I mean, I don't know. Can you blame yourself? Is it okay to blame yourself for a minute? I blame myself for my brother's death for sure. Like, you know, uh, like I, Definitely could have called him more. Definitely should have. I feel like I should have like gone out to Colorado and tried to find him. You know what I'm saying? Like really, like you know, man, it's my brother. Like what the fuck? 
there's there's it's, always yeah. going to be this this aspect of blaming yourself for someone's death uh who's very uh, who's very close to you like um my first girlfriend the love of my life she killed herself and for years i i blamed myself for that like there was there was always those thoughts of i could have done more uh i shouldn't have abandoned her and but I think that's natural for anyone. Yeah, of course. Uh, and of course it was never my fault. Uh, the things that she did, uh, she did for herself and ultimately, um, she lost hope. Um, and that wasn't something that I could give her. Uh, that's something that she had to find. Um, and I don't think that way anymore. Yeah, when people make decisions like that with their own lives, man, I mean, they're making macro decisions and then you have to base those macro decisions on your micro reactions and decisions, you know, intertwined with her huge decisions. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. are those, you know, how much are you really, that's maybe with the ego is like, how much are you really influencing people? You know, it's like, I, man, I don't know what my brother did in the military or when I wasn't with him or like. Like how am I how am I supposed to know anything I did or didn't do or said to him? You know what I'm saying? Like the last conversation I had with him was not tight. You know? Yeah. So so it's like, man, maybe am I am I really gonna and he was we had good conversations before that and he was still hooked on the shit. So am I gonna think that one more good conversation was gonna prolong him? You know, like you had 10 conversations while he was sitting there nodding off and nothing was going to change him, you know, obviously. So, you know, you can't, uh, yeah, I'm glad that you've found that I'm glad that you have, and I hope that you have found the piece that, uh, you know, you were looking for. and need. I, I thank you. I, I hope so for you too, man. I hope that's something that you're coming to. And like, I really have. Um, and I, I mean, the whole point of that was, dude, that night that I saw you at that show, that well, I saw you during LS Dream or maybe Champagne Drip set. Uh, I know we were, we watched both or whatever, but that was that Liquid show, and uh, yeah, I had just that was the day of my brother's funeral, and uh, that was intense. That I remember, was, man. Yeah, those. Don't, <laughs> yo, I know you might want to be there, but. Don't don't go to shows uh, after a funeral and no. get fucked on ketamine. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just don't. Just just or go. I was fine. I was fine. I might have embarrassed myself a little bit, but hey. Hey man, it's it's what it's what you thought you needed, and you know what? I really, um, I really, you know, and with the K, um, a dissociative like that, I really just needed to like. There's, you, it doesn't matter where you go, physically, at, uh, in a point like that in your life, um, you need to do some serious in inner work, and um, you know, I guess yeah. Uh, a Liquid Stranger show is probably the best place to be uh, after a funeral. <laughs> I mean, 
but it was it was something that inspired something in you and yeah well i uh inspired and turned the page i should say like it was definitely like i needed that i understand but i I wouldn't do it again it was rude of me uh for everyone else trying to enjoy their time i didn't like cause a scene i just like i started crying you know and i just like screamed into my hands maybe like a little you know i was just a little animated but um yo man yeah it's uh but before listen you didn't embarrass yourself uh being vulnerable isn't embarrassing you went through a traumatic event and i remember being there with you and you and like i knew where you'd come from and you told me where you came from and that you needed to just hug me yeah man (laughs) just be loved and we st- we stood in the same spot hugging and like having our arms around each other and dancing and just enjoying the moment uh for a long ass time and i don't say a long ass time like it was a chore cuz it wasn't it was it's just a real it, moment <laughs> yeah it was it was cool and it was a pleasure to share that moment with you and i'm glad that you were able and willing to show me that part of yourself and i think I don't think anyone there knowing what you had been through would feel that that was embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I might even like told the girl next to me, you know, after I kind of realized, uh, you know, all right, Hey, (laughs) get your shit together. I'm like, hey, uh, sorry, I buried my brother today, <laughs> you know, and the, the, I I might have been pretty blown about it. And like, I think they were cool. Yeah. Now that I'm like thinking about it, it's all coming back to me. Um, everybody's cool. I stood on my own two feet the whole night. It's all good. Um, just, you know, you got to just keep your shit together. So, hey, look, obviously, um, I am uh, pretty new to this and you uh, are so well spoken and, you know, it's like. Uh, you know, when I saw you that night, even it's like, I don't even know if, uh, necessarily, um, it was you, but I can say that you are a beacon, you know, it's like when you see Josh, you, and you know, I, I think that hopefully we're alike, but I could definitely tell, uh, or say most people don't come up to me and uh hug me like i was needing you that night but uh <laughs> yeah um you know you just it's it's it goes back to that energy man and it's just like you know um It's just like I was able to walk away from that with such loss or I was able to walk into that. I I walked into that moment with such loss and then walked out of it knowing that I had like gained another brother really, you know, like, and in, 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 
So if I was to ask anybody about how to handle myself on this fucking podcast, man, what uh, anybody starting a new podcast, what what advice would you give them? Uh, maybe they're stuck in a podcast that they are like they don't know how to take it anywhere or uh, uh, you know even if they're not trying to start a podcast, if they're trying to get out their fucking dreams, what do they got to do? Who? Oh man, that's a heavy question. Um, but that is that is the question, right? Um, and yeah, right. That is yeah. It's like because it's like I feel like I'm on the path to doing it, but it's like I don't even I don't. It's hard to describe. It's just like when you when you know what you want to do and you just do it. It's like you don't really have time to like let anybody else know. It's just like, bro, you'll figure it out. <laughs> you know. So uh, there's I mean, there's a lot of responses I could give um I think that would be like pithy or um kind of on the nose, but I would say one of the things that motivates me to be creative and to start like a podcast or write is and how to like start it and how to become what you want to be is and I don't even mean specifically like a podcast you know? no no I know I, yeah. I know what you're trying to get at like how do you Put how would you, yeah how would you dr- tell dr- me dr- yeah how would you tell me how to live my dreams how would you tell me to you know give me some fucking advice bro i'm just fucking uh i'm i'm uh throwing shit at a wall here you know i uh, i need some type of uh i need some advice other than my own you know because it's like you gotta know the difference between what you want to do and what you're doing you know yeah. and like do it i can talk you know you can record a, a hundred podcast episodes for yourself until you find the one that you like and then post it and i could do this i could talk into a microphone and post every single one until i get it right and but now it's like okay episode three we're gonna add another element somebody else you know what i'm saying and it's like i had an idea about how this podcast was gonna go obviously i went off the rails like normally you know i didn't get to the points that i wanted to fast enough it went you know, we're at uh, almost three hours and it's like, I, dude, you don't know how much I appreciate you, uh, you know, spending the time doing this, but it's like, you know, it didn't, you know, I got to get to my point sooner. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. You know, that's the thing. It's like, I should have told you, yo, we're, you're just going to get into like a tornado and it's just like, you gotta <laughs> cut me off, whatever. And it's like, yeah, this is, but I'm never going to know. I thought that I was going to have enough focus you know what I'm saying? And uh, whatnot to get it done in like an hour. But it's like, I guess not, man. It's like, maybe we'll get it next time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. got to do it. You got to do it. Um, I you think... know, I wa- and I wanted to have my friends on, like my, my childhood friends who like I've known a long time. But yeah. it's like they hold me to a high standard. And it's like I undoubtedly am like the dumbest person they know. So it's like I need to prove to them before I waste their time. You know what I'm saying? And they, I hold them to a high standard and I think they hold themselves to a high standard and they don't want to like 
sit on here and just listen to Steve like ramble about some dumb shit. You know, like I I'm gonna take myself a little at least try to take myself a little seriously talking to uh somebody like you where it's like you know I brought you on because you're well spoken you have a podcast or you're in, you've podcasted before you know what I'm saying like someone that comes in with a couple guns and uh you know you've definitely like kept it moving forward and I try to like keep it moving forward but uh yeah this has been you know great so I just you know hopefully I can like do this enough to show people uh that I know what I'm doing you know what I'm saying and like I'm yeah. actually like trying and each episode if you just like aim at one thing to like improve each episode it's gonna happen so much faster than you think you know and it happens you know like anything so I would say um the thing that would i i can only speak from like my own angle it for me it's what would be the things that you could express to the people that you love that would show them the most vulnerable parts of yourself and think that it's beautiful that is that is what drives me to create it is it, it's as much for me as it is for i want to show all the people that i love the inner like the inner workings of myself and i want to i want to i don't want to lie about it i want to be as exposed and defeated in a way as I can be and them to look at that and, and think that it's beautiful and not from a point of vanity to to be, to be like, Oh, that's fucking heartbreaking, man, but it's beautiful. Yeah. And for for the sewers of the soul, right? It's like, man, this stinks and it's full of shit, but it's like definitely a big part of the city. It's definitely like we need it. Yeah. And like, And for them to be like, ah, so that's what your mind looks like. That's what your soul looks like. And you're never going to, you're never going to gain more from a success than you do from finishing a failure. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. uh, You learn a lot more from, you know, it's almost like uh, if you, if you, if you succeed the first time, you know, that's kind of like the most boring way to succeed. Yeah. You know, because everything is if you fail three times, you're that when you finally do succeed, it's going to be three times as better than when you just got it the first time. Yeah. What we as human beings like we don't we don't learn as much from what we get right as what we do do wrong. Like think about it. There's there's dishes uh, that are made on this world that are created from poison fucking trees, burning parts of that uh, poison tree into a dish and then eating it. But if you eat that tree raw, it's going to kill you. Yeah. What? It's a real thing. What people do this. I mean, yeah, they do. Uh, I I forget the exact name of the tree. Of course it escapes me right now. Uh, But a, a good example would be like a puffer fish. Yeah. There's a certain part of a puffer fish that you can eat and the rest of it is poison, 
But also that mm. certain part Gosh. of it that you can eat, if it's not prepared correctly, you die. Yeah. And I think that like imagine the people who caught that and were like, I wonder what that tastes like. And they fucking die. Yeah. And then more people go, well, he died from that fish. I don't think that I'll die from it if I do it this way. <laughs> and how many people fucked up and yeah. died from trying to eat that puffer fish. And then eventually it became a dish that is known around the world. Listen and- up, Corona truthers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that says everything it needs to about failures, man. Um, I think you- that's I think that's wonderful, man. Fucking let people be as honest as you can be with the people that you love and truly care about. Like people who you would actually want your self-expression to impact and to better, you know, like fuck whatever Joe Schmo on the street. Like if he's get, he's going to hear it or whatever, but you got to worry about your village, you know? Yeah. And, there's, there's always going to be people who hate your shit. Yeah. And the, the internet's cool just because you could take whatever you're playing on the guitar and around the campfire when everybody's chilling, you can put it on the internet and maybe some other people will hear it. That's it. That's just what the internet is. You got it. And you know what? I get caught up in it. You know, I'm just kind of thinking about it now. I'm so caught up in the internet, like trying to get it out. And like, how can I not appeal to the most people, but like, you know, how can I succeed on this thing on the internet? But it's like, really, I should be worried about having these conversations with the people in my life, you know? And, you know, I'm working on it. You got to, I'm working on each person in my life individually. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you have like different, a different like sitcom for each relationship in your life. If, if you really think about it, <laughs> like just different storylines constantly happening around you with the different relationships in your life. And, oh, uh, yeah. you know, if you, if you just, if you, if you just really work on that script, man, for those people, for those, uh, for the characters in your life, you can, uh, you know, it can work out for everybody. You don't have to just, uh, work on your own shit. And, uh, you know, and, you know, I guess lead by example is the best way. Cause like who has the time to fucking, help other people with their problems like bro i already spent enough i spent money on my therapist bro like you ain't getting shit out of me i ain't gonna <laughs> that. like come on you know listen to my podcast okay that's how i'm trying to help you know and you know, that's like why i fuck with duncan trussell it's like anybody that really tries to help you could be doing anything you know well i mean it's like, even even in the to... even in the aspect of your therapist uh everything that you learn from your therapist and everything that your therapist is going to tell you is going to enable you to become better yourself. Yeah. Their ultimate, their Unless ultimate they're a quack. Goal, yeah. I mean, their ultimate goal should be you not coming into that office again. And that's because yeah. they've given you the tools to better yourself. Yeah. And, well, and you like, know, therapists are expensive. So we started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, there's going to there's always going to be a fear of well if i put this shit out there what if no one likes it i mean yeah but yeah. like you can't you can't live your life in what ifs like what if i got hit by a fucking meteor you yeah know, that could happen anytime what if i have a brain aneurysm expression you can't expressing uh you know slash pursuing your dreams and what you want you can't do it for people you got to do it for yourself you know, and it's like I feel like selfish, like putting up something so 
goofy as the last episode that was so stupid and like I'm just like, man, I could have been funnier, could have been like more interesting, been more educated. But it's like, you know what? That's what I got. That's what I'm doing. Here we go. You know, because it's like I also do, I also want to like have it be like a little production. I want to do like weekly, bi-week. I guess I did bi-weekly on that last one. But, you know, every two weeks, you know, I have something released. You know, maybe I'll do this one by next week because I like got, you know, I learned a lot about editing and like chopping up the, you know, audio and everything. Like I had never done that before last week. I started a fucking podcast without knowing how to edit audio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, bro, that's how I really, like, do not know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're going to learn a long way, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just, you know, it's the, it's the point of the whole thing, man. You have to learn. You're never just going to learn and then know. You're just constantly learning, you know? Exactly. Have a thirst for that knowledge. And, you know, and, and you got to stay true to yourself. And, and that's, you know, I think your art or your expression, your life is going to be dope. If you just live your life, the life that you're supposed to, you know, stop trying to run a landscaping company, stop trying to run a podcast with a guy that, you know, you're just like not clicking with. Yeah. Um, there, so like, there's a lot of conflated arguments about if it's selfish or not to live for yourself. And my take on that is that it's not like if you there, it's okay to be selfish. There's a, there's a point of, if you're being selfish at the expense of other people, you're being an asshole. But if yeah. you're being selfish to be true to yourself and you're not doing it at the expense of other people, then that's, that's not inherently bad. You are, you're just living and you should absolutely fucking do that. And there's nothing along the way, express who you are. Right. So like when you are being selfish on account of yourself, but not, on the backs of other people you i should say when you're when you're living selfishly on the backs of people you're being an asshole but when you're living selfishly but just in accordance with nature and you know the relationships around you and you know with consideration for others um or like being staying mindful of the needs of others the wants and needs of others um you know, what would you call that? Uh, instead of an asshole, you would be a saint, a stoic. Yeah. I, like, uh, because a saint really lives. So they go to heaven. They're just doing the good shit. So they go to heaven. That's it. That's pretty selfish. But in the same way, they're living for everybody else. You know, uh, there is. There's a quote by Winston Churchill that I found early on in life that I think you would really like and would be uh, very apt for this. So give me like it's a I have it written down. Give me a second here. Uh, it's a long quote. Um, okay. It's hard. It's hard to memorize. Go ahead. Yeah. You're good. So I I guess we'll we'll leave it off on this. Um, 
Give me a moment. God damn it. Of course. Um, so it's a quote from Winston Churchill, uh, of course, around the time of World War II, and he's talking about how to deal with the Nazis and essentially how to deal with life. So here goes. We'll end on this. Never give in. Never give in. Never, 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 and nothing great or small, large or petty, never give in, except to convictions of honor and good sense. Never yield to force, never yield to the apparently overwhelming might of the enemy. And sometimes that, and not Winston Churchill, sometimes that enemy is yourself. That was dope. So only bend to the will of uh, acts of nobility. And what are good. Like and what is good. And and what was the end of that? Maybe we just read it one more time. Just for Yeah, me. no, no, no worries. Never give in. Never give in. Never, 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 and nothing great or small, large or petty, never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. Never yield to force. Never yield to the apparently overwhelming might of the enemy. Josh, thank you, dude. Thank you, man. I've, it's been a pleasure. You, uh, We made history here today. Goddamn right uh, we did. You're my fucking first guest on the Dirty Work Podcast, and I could not be happier or more honored. Thank you, man. Of course, man. Um, I'm going to post about this on Facebook. Please do. <laughs> Fucking doing it. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, man. I love you. Thank you. Love you, brother. Bye.